Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Today I think I went nuts. Actually, you know, there must be a word for it. And I think I'm through my teeth. Hang on. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you um, if you want to be the first caller of the night, and your name isn't Caddick, then maybe you can have a go at that. If you if you don't call up, I can see him on my screen here. If you don't call up, then Alan Caddick is going to be the first caller of the night again, guys. And if he's the first caller of the night three more times. He wins the station. He wins talk radio and gets to keep it forever. So it's it's in your hands, okay, guys? It's in your hands. Although, fair play, he will have to go to bed soon, of course. So I think I went, actually went um, just a little bit, crossed the line, and um, was, was looking in the abyss, 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 abyss of insanity, like proper nutsoid... Um, you know, the potentially smearing myself in feces insanity, right? We, it was, it was a really, it was, it was a good thing. We went to, there's some calls coming in. We went to, um, uh, it was my six year old was doing a concert at school. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. He's doing a concert, right? Playing the piano. It's six. And it was his first ever musical performance in front of an audience. And he was good. 
he wasn't the best by a long way. There was a couple of a couple of little kiddies who were doing like really intricate stuff, but he wasn't the worst by a long way. He was good. He was really good, and I was very proud of him. Right, he only went there for thirty minutes, and they're all five six year olds playing little piano pieces. Um, and some of them were, were quite intricate, and some of them were, were, were just very simple little exercises, and some of them were nice little ditties, and it was good, right? And I'm sat there with about, um, um, 40 other mums and dads. Mums and dads. Right. And suddenly, I can, you know, and now there must be a word for this, right? But I had this overwhelming urge to stand up and shout, really loudly none of this matters now that's nuts right that's i mean that's actually properly and i was sitting there thinking i could do that i could just stand up now none of this matters was was what was going on in my head now there has to be a word for that doesn't there for a word where and i was i had to sit there and i had to fight it i had to fight it i was fighting it I was fighting. It wasn't fighting. I mean, it wasn't kind of, you know, white knuckling it and gripping the side of the chair and thinking, Jesus, don't get up. I just thought it was a really delicious, um, potential prospect of just standing up and shouting, none of this matters. Now, there has to be a word for that because it's, uh, it's the same, it's a similar kind of thing to that, um, uh, emotion that we all get where you look, you stand at the top of a multi-storey car park out on the seventh floor and you look over the edge and you think, oh, I, I could really toss myself off now, steady on. You know, jumping over the edge is what I mean, before you make your own, um, well, you made your own, I made the filthy joke. There's no, you know, I'm, it was there. Um, uh, it, it, pun intended. And, uh, you know, it, it, or when you see, I can't be the only one, right? We all get this, right? We all get this. You see like a high-speed train coming and you think, whoa could jump in front of that now not going to jump in front of that but um the thought of oh i could jump in front of that when you stand at the top of a tall bit and oh i could jump off the edge of that oh i wonder what there's a pull do you know what i mean there's a pull to it and um i had this today in this concert of all these kiddies and i just thought oh I just want to stand up and shout, none of this matters. But then, I didn't know, I I wasn't sure what the next chain of events would be. Well, the next chain of events would be, I'd get told to shut up, probably. I I couldn't go beyond the initial shouting in my head. And, um, why am I telling you this? Well, partly because there's a word for it, isn't there? Isn't there? I'm sure there's a word for it. And I can't think what the word is if you know 0844 499 1000 um alan you're gonna be the second caller bruce is the first caller good evening bruce evening Ian. how you doing there's, there's a word for that isn't there i you know what i think you're right I, if, if i had more time to prepare i'd have probably t- told you what that word is but unfortunately i've got no idea the japanese <laughs> the japanese the people i admire greatly have a word for and i, I i've been doing this a lot right I've been ordering loads of books off o- online, loads of books. Some for, you can get books for a penny on Amazon, right? And a few quid, and I've been sent, but I've been ordering, I got, and I've ordered about maybe 50 or 60 books in the last couple of months. And they're piled up beside the bed. They're all piled up beside the bed. And the Japanese have a word for that. 
which I think is wonderful. I can't, I don't know what the word is. I, my Japanese is, um, <laughs> is, um, very rusty. Uh, watashi no nihongo wa totemo warui desu. My Japanese is very bad, but it's using the wrong bad in that sentence. It, it just shows how bad it is. Um, and, and there, ha- there is a word for, um, I mean, I don't even know what I'm trying to describe. The brain focusing in on something that's completely irrational and um, dangerous and um, would break the conventions of society. Do you ever get, do you know what I mean? Do you, do you ever get that, Bruce? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I do, absolutely. I mean, there have been times, and, and not, and this, uh, this is going to sound even probably worse than what you said, actually, oh, but yeah. there have been times when I've I've had, like, a knife in my hand, or had something sharp in my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just, like, just thought, what would happen if I just turned around and stabbed the person next to me? I've heard no, that. Not I've, because, yeah. not because, like, they've upset me, or anything like that, but what, and, this, and like, what's scary about that is your brain is what causes that. Your, your brain is the thing that will make you a- action that. Yeah. So the thing is, it's like a, it's like a reflux, isn't it? A reflux um, or a reflex? A reflex. Well, reflux is when you was when you you, you th- bring <laughs> up milk, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Look, I didn't expect to be first on. I'm a, a little bit out of way. I just didn't want Caddick to be the first on. That was all. Oh, you, um, you were good. No, good and good. Good for you. No longer must we suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous, uh, outrageous Caddick. That's, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, you know. Yeah, we can hear you, Caddick. So I was just watching LBC. Sorry, he was, he was watching LBC. All right, all right, that's fine. And boy, oh boy, wasn't that a dull listen? Um, but but uh, uh, Alan, yeah, you you were you were on the Goulds earlier on, talking about Peggy Mitchell. Yeah, and you were. What happened to you last night? Because we were playing Katie Hopkins Bingo, and then suddenly at half ten you put the phone down, and we called you back. No, my dad was moaning because he was waiting for a phone call. Oh, who waits for a phone call at half past ten at night? My mum wants to say goodnight to him. Because my mum's in hospital, as you know. Yes. Yeah, how is she? She's good, man. She's helping me out by Friday. Good. Uh, I'm getting people on Twitter saying that they've they have similar thoughts in places of um, uh, uh, peace and quiet that they want to go nuts. There's um, Catherine says intrusive thoughts. I want to smash all the glass and china in John Lewis's homeware department. And Darren says I got detention at school for shouting out by the power of Greyskull during a school mass in 1987. I that in my sleep once. You did what? I shouted by the power of Greyskull in my sleep. And um, how did that? How did that go down? I don't know. I was snoring my head off at the time. How do you know you did it? Because I had an app on my phone which takes me snoring. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No. Did you, Bruce? Did you hear what I just yes. heard, Bruce? Tell me what you yes, heard I there, did. Bruce. Well, I heard that. Uh, I think it was 1987 that this ha- apparently happened. Now, unless Alan is a time traveller, and that is every every chance that this could be true. We, I don't really know Alan too well, but unless he's a time traveller, I'm pretty sure his home phone didn't have an app, so it called him sleeping well, well, let's, and shouting out that word. In fairness to Alan, it was the text that said 1987, but Alan, what year, what year 
Did, what is going on there? What year did you um, shout out by the power of Greyskull? 2016. Okay, all right. Saturday so, night. Okay. Why have you got an app that records your snoring? So, I want to prove to well, people are accusing me that I don't snore. I want to prove to people that I don't snore, but actually I do. Have you got a recording? Have you still got the recording of you shouting out by the power of Greyskull? Yeah, but I can't access it while I'm talking to you on the mobile. Okay, supposing we were to terminate this conversation, would you be able to access it and send it to me? I don't know how to access it off the app and Right, so you can't, you, basically you don't know how to access it. Yeah. Right, okay. So I don't believe it ever happened. Oh, unless you find me at 4.24 in the morning. I'm tempted. <laughs> I'm tempted to do that. I will say none of the defence, though, Ian, that I, and this is a true story. Yes. And I have the recording to back this up if you want me to send it in at some point. Yes, mate. Um, I once recorded my wife. Um, Having oh, an affair. My wife? Um, my wife? No. My wife? My wife? Um, she, um, she was talking in her sleep. Um, yeah. She did it every now and again. So I, if it woke me up, I would record the sound. Oh, yeah. And I had a conversation with her one night. Oh, yeah. And I said to her, so what's going on? And she went, I'm taking a shark. I said, okay, where, where are you taking a shark? For a walk in the park. And then, and then she said, no, 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 don't touch him. But, but like, she has no recollection of this the next morning. Luckily, we, you know, I had the audio and we played it. We've had a good laugh. And, of course, I've, I've given it to everybody that knows her. Of just course, pass it around. Send, well, send, send yeah. it to me. We'll play it on the radio, of course, with great pleasure. Um, Bruce, you wanted to stab somebody. Andy has the <laughs> Andy has the opposite of that. Um, Andy says, "I often uh, tend to think, I wonder what would happen if I just kiss this person when I'm talking to someone." Oh, yeah, no, I've had that as well. I've had that when you're talking to someone and you think, like, like, like someone in the bank or something. And you think, if I just lent in for a kiss now, what, what, what would that be like? But I'm, I'm straight. I am straight, and yeah, I've had that for both male and females. Yeah. Yeah. Never had a gay experience or anything like that, but yep. I've had that feeling. Yeah. The Very thing, strange. can I say, right, I reckon I could kiss a bloke if he was clean-shaven, right? The thing that puts me off being gay, right, mm. is I think the penis is a very unattractive organ. And yeah. the thought of putting that anywhere, it, like, even in my hand, or, you know, anywhere, or in my... The thought of putting another... It, I just I just think it's ugly. What about Casio? What? Casio organ. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, but, um... Uh, but, so that's, the, that's pretty much the only thing that puts me off, is the fact the penis is so ugly. If there was a gentleman that had a beautiful penis, then... I might... Maybe that could be tonight's... One of, one of your topics tonight. Have you got a beautiful penis? It, do you know what, guys? We're off and running. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Bruce. 0844 499 1000. How beautiful is your... It is It is an, a very unattractive... I can recognise beauty in men and beautiful men and attractive men, but the, the genitals, really, I just think, are absolutely repulsive. Um, and when have you had that moment where you've just wanted to shout something or do something or smash something or kiss somebody or stab somebody? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay, so um, we we have we, we have stumbled on something here, dear listeners. We often do. Normally, it, it takes a little bit more than nineteen minutes of the show to stumble on it, but we we have stumbled on something. So I was at a concert that my uh, eldest was playing at, 
and there were moments of quiet and it was you know it was tense it was and i wanted to stand up and shout none of this matters it was the phrase it was just going round and round in my head now of course to um it, it, it did matter you know to a certain extent it mattered to the kids because they were having a, you know a, a, it was an emotional time and it's a, um but i i really wanted to shout this out loads of you on twitter have had this a similar thing um paul says sometimes i have a conversation with someone and i in my head i play through punching them um I can't sit through two, two minutes of silence without having to resist the urge to scream something really inappropriate, says Julie. I've just, I just randomly screamed Dow Egberts for no reason when it was quiet. I felt it bubbling up. Um, the French have a phrase for it, the lure of the void. It has, a, it has a name, intrusive thoughts. It has a name. It's your actual, um, oh gosh. It's your actual, um, psychological thing. So when has it happened to you? And I get, I guess, oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. And I, I guess, um, is that what stops us? Is that what differentiates us from insane people? In is that we don't have to react to these intrusive thoughts. We don't. We can just sit there with them and 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 um, let them occupy our mind, but we don't act on them. Is that the difference? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You can talk about other stuff as well, and I, I, I feel I should say this. We've got Julie and Simon uh, waiting. You call up now, we'll call you back. Uh, this is just kind of the thought that was in my head at the start of the show. You can call up about anything you want, anything you want, and we'll get on. You know, you'll get on. It's not one of those shows where um, th- this is what we're going to talk about for the next forty minutes, and then we change topic at eleven. We're just going to, you know, see what happens. Um, Julie. Yes. Hello, Julie. Hello. Um, when you started to say you wanted to say none of this is worth it, yeah. um, or it's all meaningless, I was going to say that's um, futilitarian, the, the belief that everything in life is futile. But what you've actually said is it's more actually about the urge to say thing rather than what you were going to say. I think, I, right? I think the urge is, is the predominant thing, right? In, in but... which case, I think it's... Um, I think, uh, it's like desublimination, isn't it? What? Desublimination? You, you've literally just made up desublimination. <laughs> it's like where, for example, so you don't break social norms, um, you have the urge to do something crazy. So, like, for example, um, if you work hard during the week, you might go on a bit of a bender at a weekend or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, going a bit crazy, but whilst within the hey this oh, is this is a good one right and I, this is why i like doing this show right because yeah. i mean I, did you hear last night's show julie yes did you I hear the... complain not getting the golden ticket because i'm a woman there we go of course you see <laughs> there we go but we, we had uh, we had a black yeah. man who's got one so uh, yeah, hmm. yeah I know, that's right exactly. um did you hear the last hour of the show yes i did it was nuts right it was <laughs> it, it was, was... I, I really enjoyed it we released for those of you who missed the last hour of the show we it was so good we released a yeah. second podcast today right i know it was uh, amazing john the farmer the uh, uh, gentleman so fisherman spot on. so spot on he was good the farmer wasn't he was With... re- but you were really good because you were doing all the tricks and everything he was great i, I you can call well. him anytime he wants um there was the the, the fisherman and there was um yeah. the, the uh, pie poker um yeah. uh, and so that's that's all in there right so i love the fact that we can do that and it was hilarious i was mm. it was i was so full of joy driving home 
Yeah, it was great. Then we get some... And then I'd bring it down with something like this. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but this is interesting, right? And then Andy, Andy, right, this this mm. is why I like it, because the honesty of some of the y- you listeners, right? Andy's just tweeted, right? I quite often shout out, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm walking around my house. Yeah. That's I deep, man, isn't it? Time. Well, do you know what, do you know what I do? And this is, I, I don't know if anybody else gets it, if I'm the only one. But I always think, if I'm, for example, like uh, going up escalators, I think to myself, the only thing stopping me from throwing myself to my death is me. Yeah, yeah. Or, like when I had um, my children, I was thinking, supposing I dropped the baby. What, what would happen then? You know, and I, I know it's basically me that is stopping something else from yeah. happening. And, 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 but, but you, you're still that, you're still like a, what are you, an eight-year-old kid? What, what do you, how old do you feel when you're in those situations? Um, yeah, I, I don't feel any different, yeah, about ten. Yeah, yeah, and suddenly you're a ten-year-old kid and you're, you're responsible for a baby, or you're driving a car, or you've got a really big job. But then quite often I'll do things that are a bit crazy, anyway, well, not, sorry, not crazy, but, like, I might get to see somebody and I'll have the compulsion to beat the car horn and wave at them, even though I don't know them, just to see if they wave back. Here we go. I love this. Um, someone's, when I'm not, when I'm in an important meeting, I often imagine leaping up and shouting at everybody, nobody cares! In that, tr- but I like this, this Andy, I don't know what I'm doing. I do that sometimes. It's not, what do I shout? It's not quite what I shout. Um. But also, t- talk to, does everyone talk to themselves? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you talk to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I shout, I don't know who I am. I think that's the one I shout around the house. When I'm that in the sounds house quite alone. deep. That sounds quite kind of, uh. But I think that's deep, kind of, there, there's, um, it, it, one of the, um, three funny bits in the new Zoolander film is, um, uh, when, um, Owen Wilson goes out on the balcony and he just shouts, I don't know who I am! <laughs> and then it, then the camera pans round and there's there's Ben Stiller, a Zoolander, going, oh, I was just thinking the same thing. And they start chatting. <laughs> and then I think, if I've got it right, then you hear um, this woman shouting, I don't know who I am. And it pans round and it's Katy Perry. And she stood on the balcony shouting, I don't know who I am. And I think it's quite a common... It's... Here's the I, thing. I don't, know about, I don't know who I am, but I'd be thinking on the balcony, I'd be thinking, God, I could throw myself to my desk here. Yeah. Not with two sides yeah. of thoughts, but I've just have, yeah. I'm the only, I'm the only person, I could do it, but I'm stopping myself from doing it. Yeah. There's the, um, the song, there's a song, oh wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, right. There's a song that used to terrify me as a kid, right. It actually used to scare not me. Sparky's, not Sparky's Magic Piano. No, 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 that, that, no. I enjoyed that. I quite dug uh, Sparky's. But I remember hearing it on a raid, on the radio in my bedroom when it was really dark. And it terrified me, right. And it's Talking Heads. Yeah. And it's, um, I can't remember what the, hang on, let me pause, um, this. I can't remember what the song's oh, called. and this is my beautiful wife, um... Yeah, and you may find wife. yourself in it, a beautiful a house... Beautiful, yeah. ...with a beautiful like, wife... This is not my beautiful wife. This is not my beautiful wife. This. this is not my beautiful house. How did I yeah. get here? My God, what have I done? What yeah. have I done? And there's part of that, it's part of that, is that, I think, how the... Because in my head, I'm like, eight. I think, how the hell yeah. did I get here? Yeah. How, how did I get here, man? What's King going Floyd, on? Another, another brick in the wall. That used to terrify me. Absolutely That's, used to petrify the me. Ki- the kids bit. Yeah, the kids bit and the walking hammers. And I yeah. just used to find it so awful and sinister. We can throw that out there. Songs that used to scare you. 0844 yeah. 499 1000. Julie, thank you very much indeed. Simon's on the line. Yes, Simon. Hi, Ian. How you doing? This is a heavy start to the show, man, isn't it? Uh, yeah, not bad. But not uh, bad. luckily I'm playing, um, I'm playing, this is, this is Jolly. This is Jolly. It's a string quartet playing um, A Hard Day's Night by The Beatles, so that that will lift us a little bit. <laughs> what you got for us, uh, Simon? 
Um, but I work in psychiatry, and you kind of said that I was phoning in. Oh, go on, mate, go on, don't worry. Well, they are called intrusive thoughts, and you're right that that's what mentally ill people can act out on, or can act out on, right. intrusive thoughts. So it's quite, they're quite normal, most people get them. But most people can just say, well, that's a bit weird. So, yeah, you know? so, the, so the people so people with a certain mental illness do not have the inhibitors that stop them acting out on that. They think, I've got to stand up and shout this out, they stand up and do it. Or they think, I'm yeah, going to jump can, off this yeah. building, they jump off that building. Yeah, they can, not all the time, not in, not in sort of every case, but yeah, it can happen. All right, again, this Will store book, I don't know if I've got it with me. Oh, I must have left it in the car. This will store, and I must email him. I'll co- hopefully, he'll come on maybe this week or next week. I'll, I'll, I'll email him. Right? And he talks about what was the point I was going to make? I've just forgotten the point I was going to make. Um, oh yeah, he talks about this radical break-off group, right? That I think there are a couple of psychiatrists involved, but generally the medical profession shun it, right? Of people who hear voices in their heads. Right, you get prescribed lots of drugs, so you, mm-hmm. you don't hear the voices, but the drugs have terrible side effects for a lot of people. They make you lethargic, yeah. you lose, um... You get uh, very overweight. You get very overweight, you lose interest in sex, you, you, you know, you, you, some people become a little bit zombified. So mm-hmm. there is this break-off group, right, that instead of ignoring the voices, they are encouraged to sit and talk to the voices. And they have conversations with the voices... And try and reach um, a kind of middle ground with them where they kind of say, look, all right, voices, I'm going to acknowledge you, right? But by acknowledging you, you have to agree to give me a certain amount of time without you so that I can function in normal society. There's been sort of anti-psychiatry movements for sort of 50 years or so. Yeah. They have tried to sort of look at sort of non-medical approaches and, you know, getting people to sort of embrace yep. their mental illness in a, a, a different way. It's a, And here's another thing, right? Here's, I, I heard the most amazing... I listened to Radio 4, right? there's this brilliant programme on psychiatry, right? And I heard the most amazing statistic, right? You'll never, you'll never get this. Unless you heard this, you'll never get this, right? Guess which profession has got one of the highest suicide rates there's one profession right it's got four times the suicide rates of doctors psychiatrists no 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 it's vets vets have this is incredible fact right vets have got the one of the highest suicide rates in any industry Every vet I've ever met misuses their ketamine. That's probably why. Well, do you know what? There are a few that do that. I know there are a few. They they, they love going down that K-hole. But, um, and the reason, one of the reasons they think it is, right, is because, there's, there's two reasons. One, because they are dealing constantly with people who are upset. Right. Very rarely will you get someone going to the vet who's in a good mood. You know, generally they'll be upset because a member of their family, their pet is ill. Right. And also because they have to kill so many animals. Right. They have to euthanize so many animals. Um, And then they're in a room where they're telling someone we're going to have to put down your dog. So you've got crying children, crying adults, and they're killing animals constantly. Right. And they reckon that it's because of that. That vets have got the high one of the I, I want to say the highest, but I'm not sure if that's true. So they've got one of the highest suicide rates 
in any industry. Vets! They're vets! I'd still blame the Ketterman. I, yeah, well, I would, uh, but boy, oh boy, I would, I would blame that Ketterman. So, Simon, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, honestly, and this is, what, what uh, the show's gone off on a weird tangent already, 30 minutes in. Beautiful, love it. Uh, 0844 If you're a vet, <laughs> how are you doing today? Because I, I, I listened to this thing and I thought, well, I can't, I can't, but like, I must, I must have got that wrong. And I googled it just before the show. Um, study look, uh, looks at factors in high veterinary suicide rates in the UK. There's loads of reports on it. It's the weirdest thing, man. If you're a vet, what the hell is going on in your world, man? 0844 We call you back. 0844 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, Russ! Hello. Hello, Russ. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello, darling. Hello there. <laughs> Ah. Not forgotten, buddy. I've not forgotten. <laughs> I was waiting for it to buffer. It was buffering. Yeah, you like a bit of buffering. Love a, I love a bit of buffering, mate. I love a bit of buffering. <laughs> you ever made butter, Russ? I've ever made... Yes, I used to do it as a, as a kid. How... We used to get <laughs> the, the full fat milk. Yeah. And how did you do it? Just shake it up. Yeah, no, 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 no. What you used to... The old silver top, full fat milk yeah. in a jar. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the, in the glass. You'd... Before it had been shook up, you'd take the lid off and carefully pour the cream, the thick cream from the top that used to roast the top. Just pour that out without the milk. You'd, you'd need probably enough from a few bottles. And um, I can't remember. I think, I think you used to shake it or stir it, add a bit of salt and stuff, and it'd make... But, well, I remember doing it at school as well. It was dead nice. I love a bit of best butter I do. I remember on another... Ra- Sorry, I just stopped the Periscope, guys. I wanted to check I was on the Wi-Fi, and I was on the Wi-Fi so I can start the Periscope again. Hang on a second. I once, uh, on uh, another radio station, spent the, the entire three-hour show shaking um, some milk to make butter because a, f- a friend of mine, <laughs> someone, an actress, an actor, lady actor, I was working with, told me, and it, it makes the tiniest, tiniest bit of butter ever. It, you don't get a lot. You need it's the cream, isn't it? You need the cream, but yeah. then, I, I don't think you get it nowadays. On the, even from the milkman on the, in the in the bottles, don't, it doesn't seem to have the the full fat at the what top. What the hell is, is going on with our milk? I don't know, mate. It's all it's all this you, Ian. Well, uh, milk. Little little bit of politics there, but why yeah. now? Listen, why aren't we allowed to have? Now, the milk we get is pasteurised, is that right? That's right, isn't it? Yes, it's pasteurised. Yeah. Why aren't we allowed to have non-pasteurised milk? Because I've heard, right... Probably all this health advice. Well, I mean, yes, admittedly, it it, it kills all the bugs and stuff. But I've heard... Hang on a minute. Oh, hang on a minute. The thing's gone to cock. Hang on a minute. There we go, that's better. That, um, non-pasteurised milk is much tastier. I don't know that I've actually had none. I don't think you're allowed to. It's illegal. It's illegal. It's, it's, it's illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. And that's not Europe, Russ. That law was made in this country. Ah, it's, it's, it's Europe. I bet it's Europe. Try, do you know what they're trying to do now? They're bringing in MOTs for caravans. Oh, good. Well, listen, we don't really want to dwell on Europe too much. I'm just trying no, to do no. the headphones on it, because we'll get in trouble. But, good, <laughs> yeah. good, they should... Hang on a minute. There should be MOTs on blooming caravans, of course. Yeah, but how many accidents have caused through caravans? Huh? 
How many accidents are caused through caravans, really? Oh, yeah, but uh, caravans, are, caravans are a bloody nuisance. Yeah. They are if you I... get stuck behind one on a, on a country road, I'll give you that. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Have you got a caravan? No, but... Boom! Uh, you, so what's your problem, Russ? You haven't uh, even got a flipping caravan! Now, my parents used to have them, and I, I, I've toyed with the idea, but uh, I just can't be arsed with the hassle. There's too much mucking about. And to be honest, it's, no, it's, not, it's not the cheap camping and caravanning. It's not the cheap option anymore like it was. The, well, now, it, now, it's, now, it's it's all, rip off. now it's all glamping. Yeah. Gl Glamorous camping. Glum-humping. Uh, sorry? <laughs> that was, even, yeah. even by your standards, that was a stretch of, of the, uh, the innuendo. What you got for us, Russ? Uh, well, you, you were talking about um, but talking and uh, talking out loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I get it. I mean, obviously, you, you probably experienced it with the sat nav. Yes, you've got that stupid woman telling you what to do. Oh, I turned the yeah, voice off on the sat nav. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. I, oh, yeah, you just reminded me, right? I, my car is filthy, right? Filthy. Because I kind of sleep in it and I eat in it and I just chuck the wrappers on the floor and all that. And I thought, today, I'm going to clean it up a little bit, right? And I went to one of them car valets. And it is valet, not valet, which is crazy. So I went to this car valet, right? And I've been there before and they clean the inside and out. I didn't do a full valet, right? But they clean the inside and out, I think, for 20 quid, right? Mm. And it was, it was dirty. I, I cleaned out all the rubbish, but it was dirty because I had the dog in the back seat and she'd been muddy. So there was, it was dirty, right? And I said to the fella, how much, it's a polo, right? it's a polo, Russ. I said, how much, clean the outside and give the inside a bit of a zhuzh and just clean the seats up a bit. Right. And this fella looked at it and he went, how much do you want to pay? I said, sorry. And he started saying, well, look, it's very dirty. It's filthy. How much do you want to pay? I said, I don't know what you're saying to me, mate. Can you just give me a price? And he was going all around the houses, right? How much do you want to pay? I said, mate, just tell me a price, right? And I'd noticed it said on the um, thing, quick zhuzh inside and out, 25 quid. Full valet, 55 quid, right? So I'm thinking I'll get this 40 quid. Do you know what I mean? That's the 55 quid, that's their, that's their start-off price, and you bring them down to 40 quid, right? Yeah. And we were there for ages, and I, I, I said, just tell me how much you want to charge me. He said, right, 80 quid. I went, what? And I started, I started laughing at him, and he said, this is not funny, 80 pound. And I said, no, it is funny, mate, because there's not a chance in hell I'm going to pay you 80 quid to clean the inside and outside of a polo. Are you nuts? And he went on and on, and he got really angry with me. He said, if you don't like price, you go. I said, yeah, I'm going to go, mate. And I got in the car. <laughs> I just remember what I said. So I got in the car, and I, as I pulled the door shut, he went, have a nice day. I went, yeah, I will have a nice day. You have a nice day. Then I shut the door, right? And do you know what he did? Flick the veins. No, he said, have a nice day again, right? So I opened the door and went, I will have a nice day. You have a nice day. Then I shut the door. Do you know what he did then? He said, have a nice day. Third time, I opened the door and went, I will have a nice day. I hope you have a nice day. Shut the door. Do you know what he did then? <laughs> he did it again. Swear to God, the fourth time, have a nice day. So I opened the door and I said, mate, 
I'm going to have a flipping awesome day. I hope you have a nice day ripping people off, you con merchant. <laughs> he said 55 quid. He was, I said, well, and then I got out of the car and I thought, oh, I can't. And then I got out of the car and I thought, oh, God, this is a moment when I wish. Get back in the car, Ian. Get back in the car. And I couldn't get back in the car. I said, look, mate, how come it says 55 quid on your sign, right? And you're telling me 80 quid. Yes, I know it's dirty. We all know that 55 quid is cash in hand, right? We all know that's the starting price and you go down a little bit. But yet you're saying 80 quid to clean a polo. And he, and then he got, then he got a bit angry with me, right? And then I just went, ah, oh, do you, ah, oh, oh, forget it. I went, ah, like, oh, forget it. 15 year old, ah, oh, for, just forget it then. And I got in my car and I pretended to laugh, but really I was fuming, right? Because he was with his mates, so I wanted to look like I wasn't that bothered, right? And then, as he as he walked off, I bid my horn and I gave him the thumbs up, and and drove off. Literally, drove off laughing. But inside, I was fuming. And do you know what I did then, Russ? I went to the um, the car wash at the the um, the Shell garage just around the corner, and I had to treat myself to a gold. Didn't go platinum, not crazy, but I treated myself to a gold car wash, six pounds fifty. So that's the outside done. Thank you very much. Then I went home. And I got a big bowl of soapy water, I got some vanish, and I got the hoover out. I cleaned the inside of the car. It took me 30 minutes. It's not perfect, but I'm not 80 nicker down, Russ. You should treat yourself to a, a nice car, archer. A what? The car pressure washer. I want to fire it off. No, I don't. I can't be bothered with that. I'm too. Life's too short to actually clean the outside of a car yourself. I used to do that a lot when I was a kid, cleaning cars. Now I'm never cleaning a car again. Just sitting there. I love the car wash. It's like being on a fairground ride, Russ. I love it. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thank you, Russ. Is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> a little bit clarty, Gatford. Well, you will be, you know, if you don't drink. If you've got some tea. I've got, got a Roy Bosch tea uh, and I've got some water. Good. I'm off I the caffeine. Le- I said earlier, I think you need a nice lemon sip. <clears throat> I'm off um, the caffeine, right. My ears uh-huh. are finally cleared up. I, I had a doctor's uh-huh. appointment tomorrow and I book, I've cancelled it. They're, they're, they're kind of cleared. There's still a little bit of tubage going on. I think a couple of weeks ago you were talking about having your ears syringed. <clears throat> I've had that. And they, it's a beautiful feeling when you have oh, like, warm water pumped in your Oh, ear. it's an eargasm. When you can hear oh, again, it's, um... Yeah. It's an eargasm. It's fantastic. Hey, I hey, highly hey, recommend it. Have, um... Um, yeah, thank you, Gatford. I've got, I've got that. I, I, we oh, know well exactly done. who Julia... We know who that is. Uh, listen. Yeah. Listen, young lady. We're on, yeah. I, I, I know who that really is, you see, you know? Mm-hmm. And she thinks... She, we know who that really is. <sighs> Right. Funnily enough, yes. it links in with the uh, the song that used to creep me out. Oh yeah, go on. Can't think of the name of the title of the song, but I can sing you a snatch. Yeah. Yes. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I ain't did no privacy. Oh, it's not that bit that used to freak me out. It's the rest of it that used to freak me out when he did the and he used to talk really low. Uh, yeah. You know the one, don't you? I, 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 I do. Just sing it for me again. I always feel like 
Somebody's watching me. Ain't got no privacy. Oh. Oh, look at you. You're actually, you're actually doing, singing there. Oh, no, I can do, I can occasionally. You can. You can. Oh, oh, they, they say, don't they, Gatford, that we, that everyone can sing. They say that everyone's got one song in them, I think. Everybody can I know. There's song a song, really well. there's a song. I remember when I lived with Mackenzie, right? And we worked out there is one song that everyone can sing that makes them sound like a good singer. Oh, what is yeah. it? I was doing it. Do you know what? I, I haven't... My thing's bigger than yours? No, no, no. No, no oh, I was okay. singing it yesterday. Just you, Mackenzie. Yeah. Hang on, let me think. Hang on. Um, oh, what was it? And I was, it popped into my head the other day, and I, pr- I tried it in the car to see if it still worked. And it did. Oh, what was oh, the song? Someone, Rockwell, someone put on Periscope for the song, and I was thinking, oh, they're right. Um, I can't think of yours, I'm afraid. Is it Beatles, Beach Boys? You saying stuff is making it harder to remember. Oh, okay, I'll stay quiet. So just stay quiet for a second. Hang on. Um, um, oh, flipping heck. I'm going to have to text him, aren't I? Uh, but he, he doesn't normally doesn't reply for about four or five days. Um, oh, what was it? It was a song. And it, anyone, anyone can sing it, right? It's like a big song, but anyone can sing it and it can sound like they've got a good voice. Um, um, what is it? Um, oh, 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 you do it in that, you have to do it in that voice. Oh, 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 I'm trying to remember, oh. we, we discovered it around the same time we got very, uh, let's say drunk and phoned up Quentin Crisp. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, Quentin Crisp's phone number, um, uh, 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 the, the homosexual celebrity, celebrity homosexual. Yeah. His phone number, you could just phone up like New York Director of Inquiries and get his phone number, so we did one night. Really? We, well, I'll be honest, we were mashed up on booze. Oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, as you do. And we phoned uh, him up. Hello? Was it? Oh, my goodness. Is that Quentin yeah. Crisp? Yes. And you recorded these calls? No, of course not. Of course oh, we didn't record no. it, because we are dumb. Um, what was the song? Guys on Periscope, I'm going to have to stop you now, because I've got to, um, I've got to text Mackenzie and find out what... <laughs> Uh, so that's how it goes. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, no. Hang on a minute. I tell you what. I tell you what. Can I play you a clip? Let me play you this clip. Right. This yeah. is. Um. Um. Ah, oh, flipping it. Hang on a minute. So, um, can I play you a clip from the Chris Miles show? Yeah, I think I know what clip you're going to play, but so go this ahead. Is, this is cl- Chris Miles talking to Steve Allen. Have a listen, hang on, while I text Mackenzie. Okay. I am a guest. Well, well done on your award. I'm very pleased. Thank you very much. 73 years in radio. Unbelievable. And uh, <laughs> finally won the gold award. 73. Hey, what's, your, what's, what's Ian Lee's beef with you? He was banging on about you the other day on Twitter, having a bit of a whinge. I know. Really? Yeah. Do you know him? Uh, well, he used to work for us. Oh. That's all I know. He seemingly was saying some things about you. Really? Yeah, I'll stick up for you. I don't have any beef with Ian Lee whatsoever, but I'm not having that. Not having people picking on my... No, exactly. Uh, on my Steve Allen. Listen, sh- listen to what Steve Allen... Dreadful person. Allen. I mean, person. Did, 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 did you hear that? Here we go again. Really? Steve yeah, Allen. Yeah, I'll stick up for you. I don't have any beef with Ian Lee whatsoever, but I'm not having that. Not having people picking on my... No, exactly. On my Steve Allen. Dreadful person. Dreadful person. Right. Right. One of the he did, he did say you were a bit too Then listen, then listen to what he says about Katie Hopkins. Know, listen, listen. Well, that's not oh, true. Oh, you know what, well, that, that, Steve that, used to hate me, actually. met me, and now likes yeah. me. So, that, I wouldn't say that's two-faced. I didn't think that's two-faced. <laughs> Somebody said to me, oh, so you've had, you've had guests on, in conversation, you used to slag off, and you go, yeah. 
Everybody can change their opinion. That's called yeah. being two-faced, Steve. Nice, nice yeah. to, you know, to meet Little Miss Perfect out there. And Thank by you, the Steve. way, by, and by the way, Steve often has guests on that he doesn't like, and yeah. and still doesn't change his opinion afterwards. <laughs> no. Oh, I did about I did about Katie Hopkins. There we go. Call oh, me. I didn't uh, like Katie Hopkins to start a horrible with. Horrible oh, person. Stayed in that place. She's, she's no, she's really nice. Ladies and gentlemen, he calls yeah, me I'm a disgraceful person, and Katie Hopkins really nice. The thing is, right? <laughs> Valen knows exactly why I got beef with him. When I used to work at LBC, he would spread rumours around there that I was a thief, and I'd nicked a, a Nick Ferrari shower radio. Also, when I used to have to do handovers with him, just before the microphones would go on. Oh, yeah. He would say something outrageous to me, like, oh, I just watched that Ken Bigley video. Oh, he screamed like a big girl. Remember, Ken Bigley was the gentleman that was executed. Um, and he would say stuff like that just before going on, and it would completely throw me, right? So he would try and make me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he would um, spread rumours about me, right? And that's fair enough, Alan. That's fair enough. You want to do that, right? The only reason, the only reason I've taken it on Twitter and on air is because... He slagged me off on air. And he, he knows he slagged me off on air. He, he slagged me off on air before I did. He started it. Please, sir. He started it. And do you know what? It just goes to show that the archivers, I mean, Jesus, they gave him a, a gold award. Or if I, it turns out if I want to win, win an award next week, I need to say that we need to kill Stephen Fry. That's something he actually said on his show. Yep. And I yep. need to start talking about fat slags. I need to start looking at women on television and magazines and say, look at that fat slag. That's what I need to do to get a gold award. Beautiful. I mean, I can do that. Easy. Do you want to do it now? No. Oh, okay. No, I don't want to do it. I think you've got more, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, class. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the thing, that's the thing. But, um, I'm trying to, I can't, I'm not going to work out what that song is, and Mackenzie might text me now. I'll, I'll, so what is it, four days, if I wait on, so what about Monday, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a call Monday. I'll, I'll let you know the, um, the, what the, the, the song. Oh, I shouldn't be talking over this. Hang on, go. There we go. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Um, so it turns out that I well that's a that's a relief. Because I did think there was something going wrong. It turns out I'm not alone. And that um, loads of people, loads of you, have that thing in your head where you want to shout something outrageous or... It's weird, isn't it? Why do we... we okay, so we all know that we get it now. And it's a really, really common thing, right? I'm still trying to think of what that bloody song is. There's a song and if you sing it in a certain way, it makes it sound like you're a really good singer. Anyway, it'll come to me. Um, so what, what makes these intrusive thoughts actually happen then? It's quite a heavy start to the show, now I think on it. We've talked about vets have got a really high suicide rate. So have dentists. Dentists not as high as vets, but they've got quite a high suicide rate as well. But vets, I mean, until it was mentioned on this Radio 4 show... Uh, I would never have considered that vets were in a particularly vulnerable position. But it turns out they are. If you're a vet, how does that make you feel? I guess is the question. How does that make you feel? Really? Um, 0844-499-1000. Um, these, um, intrusive thoughts 
And loads of you on Twitter are, 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 are sharing these about, you know, not wanting to jump in front of um, trains, but the thought comes, when a tra- high-speed train cr- comes, the thought comes into your head, oh, I could jump in the front of that. I wonder what that would be like. And I've had the, I think it was Bruce earlier on, or maybe it was Simon, who said um, the thing about the knife. What would it be like to stab that person in the gut? You, uh, it's weird, isn't it? Oh, wait, 444-499-1000 is the, uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Um, there's also other stuff I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, I was listening to another thing on another radio station, and it featured quite heavily Morse code, right? And is, is Morse code still a thing? In the 21st century... Right. When we have all of these different ways of communicating, right? And they what we got WhatsApp. Surely WhatsApp must have been the final nail in the Morse code coffin. You would have thunk, wouldn't you guys? You would have thunk. But uh, uh, I think there are still some people that do... What situation would you ever be in, right, when Morse code would be a boon to you? And what does a boon actually mean? What is a boon? And don't say Michael Elphick. I don't even know what a boon is. But when would Morse code? When would you go, ah, nuts, man. Right, quick, go to the um, cupboard and find the little Morse code tapper. We need that now. That's the only thing that's going to save our souls. I just can't think of of a situation beyond 1978 when Morse code would be the same with semaphore. Has anyone ever actually needed to use semaphore? I remember years ago when I was a kid having a book about it, right? A book about semaphore. It was certainly one of the things that was in there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. And um it, you, you know, it's the thing with the flags and the, you hold the flags in different positions to spell out different words and the the front cover of help I believe is um uh, is the Beatles doing semaphore and I think they spell help wrong don't they I think they've got it wrong on there if my, if memory serves me correct why would anyone need to use those things and also right if you know semaphore and you've got the flags and you're on a hill right and you need to communicate with people on the other hill what are the chances of them knowing semaphore it's completely dependent that they know it as well so surely the whole thing is a waste of time and maybe nobody uses it now maybe maybe dan dad um maybe nobody uses it now and, and 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 this rant is completely pointless if you want to give us a call about that or anything at all not that fussy oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand talk radio ah oh wait for i'm sorry i'm i'm arguing with uh, monkeys fans online about the merits or lack of of the song dw washburn um <laughs> no i'm 42 year old man the world has gone nuts uh, this is ian lee this is talk radio um um we'll carry on talking about um voices in your heads uh, suicidal vets uh, songs that you were scared of and anything you want to bring to the table. Give us a call now. Excellent chance. 0844-499-1000. We call you back. This is Talk Radio. This is the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. 
Yes, Katia. Yes, Ian. I'm going to be honest. Oh. We, you're the last phone call of the show. Oh. Well, uh, only because... No one's listening. Well, 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 <laughs> no one is calling in. Mm-hmm. So... They will. Well, will they? Of course. Well? You need a... a, a How'd you say a bait, like for the fishing? Yes, uh, more on fishing. Yes, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I I knew what I wanted to say. The problem is, I went I went upstairs and sorry. then I, I heard some noise and I'm I'm alone. Be- hello, because uh, hello. Yes, Roger's gone to Sweden. Well, Roger so doesn't exist. Yes, he does. And so I'm alone here in the house, and, and yes. there's some noise. I, I kid you not, there's some noise downstairs. Well, I don't know what could it be, is. Could be a murderer. I don't know. Or a rapist. No, no. Um, the thing is, right, all, yeah. all, we mentioned this the other day, all houses mm-hmm. make noise. And there's this horrible phrase. Wow. There's this horrible phrase in English, which you must have in what are you, Dutch. Mm-hmm. Um, the house is settling down for the night. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you a story, which is uh, what happened... Is it spooky? Should I put some spooky music yeah, on? Yeah, yeah it actually is, isn't it? It's it really actually is, isn't it? Okay, there right. we go. Hang on a second, let me just... Oh, my computer's gone completely to cock. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is spooky music. You ready for this? Here we go. In your boot? Oh, no, that's not spooky music. That's you saying in your, in your boot. Yeah, here we go. There we go. Thank you. Hang on, hang on. There. What? Here. Four o'clock. Yes, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Roger and I, we are... We're making love. Deep. Making mad, passionate love in four all kinds o'clock. of exotic <laughs> continental positions. Yeah. Some of those acts are legal in various parts of the United States, yes. Yeah, with croissant crumbles and all that. Cra- croissant in crumbles bird. everywhere. Beautiful. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Apple crumble. <laughs> um, spotted dick. <laughs> anyway, so four o'clock... Uh, we hear some strange noise. Here. Yeah. We think we we think it's uh, it's outside. I think it's outside. I think oh it, it doesn't matter. It's probably the pub. You know. Uh, is this pub. the bait that's going to get people to call in? <laughs> well, 
don't know because it's quite uh, okay. Let me get to the end. Well, I just want to know: is, is this is this the okay. bait that you ma- is this the bait me... that you mentioned? Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Okay. Roger, he uses it Not as now, well, thank you. but he doesn't. Hello, he doesn't do what hello. I do, which is to put to put a pillow pillow on my head. Ah, so if there's a burglar downstairs, you cover your ears so you can't hear it. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's that's sensible. Yeah. Then, then eight o'clock. Fast forward eight o'clock in the morning. I open yeah, I open the door. It's the police. It's the police. He says. He says. Have you heard anything? I said. I said no. I haven't. Yeah. Why? And 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 that's the neighbour. It's the neighbour. It's an old boy. He's seventy seventy years old. Yeah. Is he a murderer? Actually, he is. And that's not that's not funny. But he. What we heard. He is a murderer. What, yeah. What we heard through our what? wall, through our wall, was our neighbour uh, using a hammer to. If I had a hammer. Terrible. But that's terrible to uh, oh. murder his brother. Oh sweet lord. And that's what I heard. So, um, I mean, so, you know, it's Grantham. I never thought, uh, it well, okay, let's not here. say any, let's, let's not give away any more details, because I'm assuming now this, this is, this is recently, no, was finished. it? finished. I mean, he, he went to, he went to prison. Oh, he's for, gone to prison, he's been sentenced for it. For, yeah, for, t- for, uh, two months. What? Hang on, whoa. He went, he murdered his brother. I know. With a hammer and went to prison yeah. for two months. I know. Come on. No. Come on, even... I can send you the article, no. you will read it. For I know. two months? Mm. Why? Because, I guess because he, because he's 70, and because... No, old, old, old murderers still go to prison for longer than two months. I know, I know, that's mad. And also, it happened more or less near Christmas time. Oh, maybe they were being soft because it was Christmas. No, no, not because of that. But then, uh, he, he, he went into sort of custody, and then, uh, in the morning, I, I, I hear a kind of scrubbing thing. Again, I was, that day I was alone. And I think, okay, that's the neighbour. Then I think, what, what do you mean it's the neighbour? It can't be him, but yet it, it, it's him. And he comes, he comes knocking on my door. I didn't know it was him. I opened the door. And I'm like, you know, but he's oh. 70, so he's not going to do anything to well, me. Well, anyway. how, well, well, he it's stoved n- someone's head in with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. Uh, so, uh, and he says to me, guess what he has, guess, guess what is the first thing. Can I borrow asked? your hammer? <laughs> no, no, no. Have you seen my brother? No, no. He says to me, "Do you know when is the day for the recyclables?" That's that's what the recycling thing. That's that's the first thing he asks me. So he's so he's he, he may be a murderer, but he is environmentally conscious. <laughs> That's good. That's 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 a good. Maybe that's why they only gave him two months. Probably, and and I and I said because I was so stunned because you know I, I why was he there? I said I'm sorry, I don't know. And he looks at, at me and at he you. says, yeah. "You you you know no no." He says, "Oh, you don't really have a good memory, have you?" Now, okay. You should uh, say, "Yeah, I know you. I remember you. I remember you murdering your brother. Do you remember that, you nut job?" <laughs> No, so that's it. That's why, you know, I hear things and I'm not sure anymore about stuff. He got two months. He got two months. Yeah, I can send you the send you the article. Send me the article. Yeah. I want to read the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, uh, the the way it's written. It's because the judge uh, thought. Well, he was looking after his brother, wh- who who used to be well, who was uh, how do you, not how do you say uh, 
disabled. Is he, is he, um, a mechanic? Who? The murderer. He, he didn't, he, he, he never worked. Why? Okay, I'm just trying, I've just, I've just Googled Grantham murder. Gotta be careful there when you do it. Gotta put, yeah. put in another word, otherwise yeah. you get into all kinds of trouble. Yeah, Grantham murder hammer. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if they say it. I'm gonna find it. It's, it's in the Grantham jo- journal. How, what year was this? Uh, that was two, that was 2014. Okay. Um, uh, I can, I can find it. Um, I, I can't believe I'm not brilliant. Uh, yeah, well, this is, okay, this is the thing, right? Yeah. And I need, let me just double, double check this, right? Yeah. Because, cause you know why you've got to be careful when you type in Grantham murder, don't you? Why? Because Leslie Grantham, Dirty oh, Den. Okay. Yes, that's true. He's a murderer. Yeah, what? No. What? No, uh, that is true. This is why I'm what? double. Leslie Grantham, the actor, yeah. not, not Dirty Den, the actor murdered somebody. When? 1966. This is true. Do you want me to read it from Wikipedia? Yeah. On the 3rd of December, 1966. Hang on a second. Let me just, um... Um... Hang on a second. Let me just... Okay. Let me sort of try and get this up on the, uh... Computer... Okay. Hang on a second. Right, so here we go. On 3rd of December 1966, Grantham attempted to rob a taxi driver, Felix Rees, in Osnabrück, West Germany. A struggle between Grantham and the driver followed, and Rees died from a gunshot wound to the head. In his statement to the police following his arrest, Grantham claimed that he did not know the gun was loaded and it had gone off during the struggle. That's happened to all of us. Uh, which would have resulted in a conviction for manslaughter if the jury believed his version of events. However, at his trial in 67, he was subsequently convicted of murder and sentenced to life imprisonment. Although he committed the murder in West Germany, he served the uh, entirety of his prison imprisonment in various British prisons. Wow. He was released in 1977. But yes, Leslie Grantham, and wait, because there's a punchline coming, right. murdered a man. Oh, yeah, that's punch. <laughs> Is it? Hello? Yeah. Oh, right. I found the article. I can send it to you. Well, can you read it? Because I've now got information on my screen that tells me what you've told me is not true. Grantham Carer, 71, hit brother with hammer five times after cracking and the strain. Yes. That's the one you found? Yeah, Carrot, continue, continue, Avus, if you play. Well, and what did they say? That is different from what I said. Tell, tell, me, tell me the cause of death. A pensioner attacked his... Sick brother with a hammer after cracking in there. Anthony Armstrong, but in September, where is the cause of death? Yeah. Uh, well, Paragraph eight. Parag- there's no. Oh. Jeez. I can't see that eight. Passing sentence said he was able. He 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 died of it. My he died of it. <laughs> He did, he did. My neighbour, the other woman that lives on the other side... I don't care what your neighbour said. No, 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 but she... I she, want the yeah, facts. Well, uh, that's, that's the fact. Uh, come, what, 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 do you 
Hello? Yes, kind of, yes, I'm I I'm not do. making it up! Read the story. All right, that's it. We're going to have to break, then we'll read the story, okay? Hi. Thank you. Yes, Cassia. Yes. Yes. I'm reading the article. It says my road, so I'm not going to read the road. Well, don't, you don't have to read the road out. Okay. Right. 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 But well, what, what is... Uh, yeah, what, what, uh, what? What do I, where do I begin? Well, uh, wh- oh, jeez. Do you know what? It's fine. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, Richard. Hello, how's it going? Uh, yeah, all right. 0844 1000 Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I just wanted to ask them about something you said earlier, but I, I, I caught the end of it, and I think I might have misheard. Um, but did you say that Steve Allen used to tell people that you have a Ferrari shower radio? Cause... He used to tell people that I'd stolen one, yes. <laughs> right, Okay. <laughs> Uh, what, what's, is this shaped like Nick Ferrari, or is this... <laughs> it was a gimmick they had, and fair play, it was, you know, it was a cute little gimmick, where they gave away, uh, um, a radio that you could listen to in your, in your shower, and I believe it was branded L, I've never, I've never seen one, Governor. I'm accusing uh-huh. Nicky one, I've never seen one, but it would be branded like Nick, listen to Nick Ferrari on LBC, that would be the... I just heard that, and I was just really, really confused of what a Nick Ferrari shower radio was. Well, let's, should we, let, should we have, let's, there'll be one on, um, let's have a look on well, it. I just had a look on Google and there's someone tweeting you asking if they can have your Nick Ferrari shower radio. Oh, really? Is that you? Uh, no, it wasn't. I tweeted you earlier, but no, this is like a tweet from years ago. Someone asking, can I have your Nick Ferrari <laughs> shower radio? It's, it's, um, um, unfortunately, there are none on eBay, so uh, maybe I should sell the one I stole. I mean, maybe. Um, <laughs> um, 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 it was uh, it was a cute gim. I'm arguing with oh, look, I'm arguing with people on, on Facebook while I'm doing a radio show about the quality or lack of on a particular monkey song from 1968. I'm arguing with these two idiots who well, well this one guy right. He he's he's, he's a complete bell right. He just keeps posting about how he he actually wrote. Listen, guys, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm a knowledgeable. What the hell does that even mean? You can't even speak, can't even type in English. I'm a knowledgeable, and this song has no bridge or chorus. Yes, it does. It's got bridge and it's got chorus. You're knowledgeable. So uh, he just, he just posted something, and I just replied, yeah, well, I'm a knowledgeable. That'll learn him. Do you ever get involved in arguments online, Richard? Uh, pretty much all the time. It's pretty much all I do. What um, do you? What I'm, do you? I'm, I'm off work sick at the moment. So that's all I do all what, day. What do you are? You, you sound like a young man. I'm going to say 28. Close 26. There we go. Not bad. A two year two year window. I allow myself. What do you? What do you go and argue about online then? Um, uh, BBC recipes today. I've been arguing about that with people. Oh, now this is the thing that they. Um, uh, they, they were going to get rid of all the BBC recipes, and then they said, "No, actually, we're not, but we're going to put them behind a paywall." I don't, I don't think that's the real story. You see, Richard, I think that, that I, this is I there to hide really something care. else. And uh, a lot of people have made this seem to be like a really massive thing, and they're like the, uh, the attack on the, uh, the very heart of British society. And I was like, "Who actually uses the, the BBC recipe website? Like middle class people." Um, but uh, like, I, it's because someone said that it will affect uh, like poor working class people, and I was like, no, it won't. You, you recipes, st- it costs like twenty quid to make. You can still Google free recipes, can't you? Yeah. If you Google, if you Google like lamb shank, and be yeah, careful I- how you type that, then that is you're you're going to get a lamb shank recipe. Yeah, the people complain because they use American measurements or something. Um, I, oh jeez! Yeah, I, I think I've cooked once, and it definitely wasn't from the BBC side. So. Uh, or, or, or here's a thing you could do: thickos. 
go out and buy a recipe book like the olden days everyone expects everything to be free these days we want music for free we want uh, movies for free we want recipes for free well here's the thing guys sometimes you've got to pay for things I agree. So, what? Well, who were you? Where were you arguing about this, Richard? Uh, this was Twitter. But um, I've also uh, someone's just removed me from Facebook because they're very angry because they don't like me. Um, oh, uh, I'm not really sure why. I'm trying to work out why now. Uh, they removed uh, you. Who, who removed you from Facebook? A fr- an actual friend? It's, it's a friend of a friend. Um, oh, well. she, she's a vegan. She likes to mention it a lot on Facebook, and I might have left some sarcastic comments on some things she posted. So were you trolling that trolling this vegan gentle teasing yes yes well i um yeah i i don't the thing is i don't use facebook i've got a facebook page facebook.com forward slash ian lee if you guys want to come and join the fun but i don't really have and i do have a personal facebook like private thing but i don't use it and i've got a few friends on there that i kind of um they I run a little record label, so they're kind of, they, they just, I befriended them so that I could get in touch with them about releasing a record or something. But Facebook as a thing, I, I mean, I've, I've got my aunt and one of my aunts and one of my uncles on there. But really, it's, it's, it's pretty rubbish, Facebook, isn't it? It's sort of, um, at my age, I mean, I can, as I'm sitting around in my pants watching daytime TV, oh. I can look on Facebook and, uh, see other people's lives are slightly worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's that's what it's all for. Uh, Richard, thank you very much. No worries. T- ta-ta. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Now would be um, an excellent time uh, um, to give us a call, because we ain't got any callers, guys. We literally have no callers. That's fine, because I looked through the papers today, and I can, um, I can sit and go through the papers. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to do that, guys. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. The way it works for the next forty minutes or so, if you call up, um, no, I tell you what we'll do. Let's mix it up a little bit, right? Because let's mix it up a little bit, and this may work and this may not work. This may be a disaster. This may be, um, it, it may work because I know a lot of you kind of switch off at about midnight. Midnight is like well, we've got to go to school, got to go to work tomorrow, so we're going to switch off. And if you switched off at midnight last night. You will have missed um, a really beautiful 60 minutes of, I mean, I don't even know what it was. There were bits where it was quite psychedelic. The, 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 my favourite bit was talking to the fisherman dude. You catch them and then you throw them back in. And it was kind of, it was, it was a, a beautiful, you know, LSD tinged uh, uh, moment. And then we had John the Farmer. And then we had pie poker. And I can't really explain it any better than that. If you missed it, that there was a bonus podcast that got released today. So go and go and check that you've downloaded yesterday's show and then the podcast that we, we, we put out kind of about four or five o'clock this afternoon um, on iTunes or your usual podcast provider. But it was such a delightful hour. I'm aware... I'm, don't get that, don't get that. I'm aware that um, that some people kind of miss that hour so why don't we for the next maybe for the rest of the show but certainly up until midnight we'll take calls straight to air now shall we so the way it works and i will warn you you, you know the, the 0844 pence a minute plus access charge significantly more for mobiles right 
and this may work and this may not work and that's the beauty of it you know and it doesn't matter if it doesn't work if it doesn't work that, that's that's still it working guys so you find out instead of speaking to ed or kath you'll speak to me straight away line one you're on the wireless oh uh, good evening Ian. good evening uh nice to speak to you um i just wanted to um basically counteract what your previous caller said about he he sort of i got the impression he enjoyed arguing online yes um but i, I personally find that a real soul destroying and depressing situation i used to do it on twitter a lot yeah i used to find that um my sister's mentally handicapped and a word like spastic or or something would really isn't that funny off. can i stop you there yeah by all means spastic is a word that doesn't get used very often right literally mm. as you said that i'm reading the word spastic on, on someone's twitter feed and you know and apologies people being offended by the use of the word but I, this is one of those weird moments there's something going on right Mm. How old? You're, what are you, 45? 40. Okay, 40, a little bit out. Right, you'll remember the programme called Finger Bobs. Remember Finger Bobs? Uh, yeah, Yoffie lifts a finger. Yoffie. Uh, right. yeah. And the person who tweeted the word spastic yeah. is Yoffie from Finger Bobs. <laughs> actually, it actually is. The, he's, he's an actor called Will Stainsby. And he's just tweeted. He's yeah, wow. at Will Stainsby. That one person you follow who's a spastic but thinks he's godlike. And I just clicked on it because someone had messaged both of us and he replied, ha, ha, ha. And I just clicked on his thing. And I'm reading that as you say the word. Now, isn't that odd? Because that's a word, and we will get to the point, I promise. That's a word that was really prevalent in the 70s and the 80s and kind of died out. Oh, very much so. In in the 90s. And you, you said it literally just as I'm reading it. There's some... Maybe I'm trying to find too much in it that, that's not there. So go on. So you, you, you argue with people online, or you did, or you don't. No, I, no, I did on Twitter. I, I, you know, I, or, n- that was just an example. But but what you find o- over time, I mean, there was sort of another chap I knew that was a married guy that was constantly flirting, looking at pictures of boobs, and you know, and things like that. The things that you know, morally, I would find offensive, and I'd yeah. challenge them, and, and they'd have their own sets of friends or whatever. And, and, you th- and despite knowing that you're right, you, you, you find yourself not getting it anywhere at yeah. all. Yeah. And it would drive you mad. And you it can't would, win. You, you can't dwell, win. You dwell on it. And that's my point, Ian. I mean, I think that's... I used to follow, you know, hundreds of people. And then you, you think, well, hang on a minute. You know, I don't... I, I'm going to unfollow these people. I don't mean to offend them, but it's just because, you know, I don't know them. But, you know, and there's nothing personal. But I just want twitter or whatever i look at online to be things i actually want to you know enjoy my online experience about and um if i see these sort of things i mean i saw something earlier today about you know one of these uh uh, got a homosexual friend and and he was having an argument with one of these far-right accounts and you know you want to jump in um but you realize it's just futile you cannot win at no point is the other person gonna go yeah the other person's gonna go ah yeah yeah do you know what actually you're right it doesn't matter if gays get married no you're right sorry about that yeah it's never gonna happen yeah and and um i know you've had your problems with twitter as well you know the, the last couple of months and things and i you know and i found i have a much more enjoyable online experience by just ignoring it yeah just letting it go you can't change their mind your moral centre tells you that you're right, and yet, you know, just just ignore it. I'm, follow- I'm following eight, pe- or, eight or people. Or eight people I'm following yeah. now. 
And that's it. But I think I, I, I think <laughs> I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, you know, if you fa- you know you could you can follow five hundred people, but yep. they have to be good people or things that you have things in common with. Yep. You know, and and, and just uh, you know, in the moment, someone isn't within your you know your remit of what you want to look at. Yeah. Well, bye. You know, and it's yeah. nothing personal, and you don't know them, but. I, 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 it's just a counter argument. I, I really enjoy Twitter now, uh, and I, but I re- it really did get me down. It really did get me low. And I thought, what the heck? You know, very similar to what you've been going through mm. recently. But oh, I don't like. I, I think totally Twitter's enjoy it, but you surround yeah. yourself with things that you know that, that you like. Really, listen. I'm going to move on. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand line two. You're on the wireless. Oh hello, Ian. Steve Allen here. <laughs> ah, hello, Steve. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I've been down to Bill's the Butcher's in Twick and he gave me some sausages. They were absolutely gorgeous. Well, congratulations on your win last night. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Long time coming. Babs was there, Babs Windsor and Paul O'Grady. You know my new best friend is, Ian? Yeah, go on, who's that? A boy, Jewel. I've been ripping him to shreds for the last ten years and now we're best of friends. Oh, really? We are, Ian. Anyway, Ian, I've got to go. I'm going to uh, Joe Allen's to uh, meet Quinton Crisp. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Ta-ta, ta-ta. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're just tr- moving it around a little bit. What day is it today? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, that sounds about right. The middle of the week. Let's just shift things ever so slightly. You can call in um, any of the stuff we've talked about. Um, the voices in your head, man. Um, Morse code, semaphore, suicidal vets. Uh, songs what scare you we, we we can play katie hopkins poker as well if you fancy uh we can just fill up and make fart noises down the phone that's kind of as, as complicated the show is going to get tonight honestly i'm tired man i'm really really tired i mean just i just want to sit here and cry i'm so exhausted um and it, it, it turns out that sitting in a hospital for hours is really exhausting and i feel bad i only stayed for two hours today with my mum in hospital she's probably going to be in um certainly all this week probably next week and probably a bit the week after yeah i know um and they're going to do a little procedure on her next week uh and i was there for two hours and i just i just couldn't stay any longer and i went home and i, I kind of claimed cleaned my car went and saw uh, my boys concert and i went to sleep for a couple of hours and i just had to give in and I'll, I'll get there for a couple of hours tomorrow but i've got a voiceover in the afternoon and i won't get there at all friday which is uh so i'm feeling guilty about that and you shouldn't feel guilty are you doing the best you can she won't get any other visitors which is which is 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 the thing which is why it's it's such a big responsibility but it's exhausting it's absolutely exhausting and um um so I f- i'm feeling bad about that and i just i just want to sleep Man, and I don't know when I'm going to get to have a really good sleep again. Um, got to be up tomorrow. Then Friday, got to take the kids to school, so I'll, I'll get four hours sleep. Then I'll get up with the kids, take them to school. Then I'm driving to Poole in Dorset to give a talk somewhere, which I'm, I'm excited about. But it's a long old drive, and I'm going to be knackered. Then Saturday, visiting mum, and then it's a fate at the school. And then I'm taking my eldest to see Brian Wilson, which will be wicked. Um, Sunday I might get a little sleepy, a little sleeping. That would be nice. But so I'm tired, and so it's um I'm going to sit here, and you're quiet on the phones, and that's fine, and that's not criticism. It's maybe I'm doing something wrong, but then again, maybe you're tired. You know, do you know what I mean? Maybe you're tired, and um, 
it's the middle of the week and maybe you're a little bit bored of this nonsense and you want something a little bit different which i am not providing and i apologize if that's the case um or maybe you've gone to sleep which is also it's all groovy man it's all groovy makes my job a little bit harder if there's no phone calls but that's when i get paid when there's i I didn't get paid for last night's show i get paid for stuff like this when it's a little bit harder and that's absolutely fine if you want to call up we'll take calls straight to air 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if um uh, you want to give us a call you'll come straight to air okay you can do whatever you want i suggest calling from um a landline but you call from a mobile if you want and uh oh look line one's ringing yes line one hello hello you're on the air yes it is it is um i wanted to phone up with a scary song that my brother used to terrify me with oh yeah go on are we on the air now? Yeah, we're on the air. This is this is this is radio, man. Fantastic. I'm a, a what, what you call a radio virgin. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. That's good news. Um, have you been listening for a while? I used to listen to you on a station. I can't remember what it was called. It was um, it was absolutely super. Um, oh. but yes, I've been listening since you um um appeared on <laughs> radio it's well, great you're very kind thank you very much what's the what's the scary song the song um if we go i'm, I'm 42 now if we were to go back to 81 yeah um, my brother used to terrify me to tears with a song by visage fade to gray it was the b-side it was the steps it was the b-side to fade to gray the steps by visage yes I it's don't... very rare and if you can if you can track this down and play this tonight That'd be fantastic. This song is the. Oh, I can see why. Me. Oh. I, was, I was seven at the time. And I, he had me in tears and locked me in his bedroom. Oh, and played this to you? Yeah. Oh, this is. This is. Guys, if you're listening at home, turn the lights off and just. Yeah. Imagine this. When you're seven, it's bad. Well, when you're 42, it's bad. This is horrible. I remember a song that scared me, actually. It wasn't the song so much as the video. And it was um, at the height of um um the cold war when we were all going to get bombed by nuclear bombs and as a teenager i was terrified of getting bombed by nuclear yeah. bombs right the video to two tribes by frankie goes to hollywood oh. do you remember it with gorbachev and reagan yeah. having a, a fight in a dirt ring um and people like betting on it so, oh it scared the life out of me were they like the puppets from? Um, it was. The, well, they were actual people, but yeah, they had masks on. They had, you know, masks to look like them. But um, yeah. flipping out, it was horrible. It used to scare the life. Thank you very much for that. That is a particularly a horrible piece of music. You're right. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, they've gone. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That is uh, that is thoroughly unpleasant, isn't it? Oh wait, four four. For, we need to hang on we need to um counteract that with something let me see what i can do um ah yes hang on i, th- I think I, I have the opposite to that 
There we go. That's much better. There we go. Light- lightening the load already, dear listener. You see? 0844 499 1000. Now, did this actually happen? I don't watch Countdown. I haven't seen Countdown for years. Right. Oh, hang on a second. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Thank you very much indeed. I think that's someone I tweeted earlier on. Um, I got it from Danny Baker, and it's called, like, Crappy Flute or something. I can't remember what the name is. Might be a bit swearier than that. And they, he just plays a recorder really badly over songs, and it's genius. Line one, uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Ian, it's Will. Hello, Will. I thought I'd just give oh! you a call. Hello, Will. How are you doing, fella? You're right. <laughs> I'm very well. Very well. Great show tonight. Loads of things um, I really enjoyed. Um, you know that whole thing about the, the voices in your head? Yes. I stopped going on the tube for a while, and I consider myself a really sane person. Yeah. But every morning, getting in front of that tube train was getting increasingly appealing. Well, and and I, I'm I'm guessing that your life wasn't in a particularly dark place, or maybe it was. Well, depends on your your reading of the situation. But no, no, I I was having a good time, and it was just one of these things where I actually just found myself thinking it. Like, what would happen if you went under there? And um, is it funny? You know, yeah, the human crazy. mind. The human mind, right, is is nuts. And I, I, I want to start reading more. I, we started. I don't know if you heard the show the other day. We had the, reading a book by Will Store uh, called Heretics, and it, go, it basically it kind of explains very briefly and very simply how the brain works and how you know everything we see. It's all recreated in our heads, you know, and, and the, there are things that creatures that can see more colours and stuff like that. And then just today, this thing, I really wanted to stand up in the, this this classroom full of six-year-old kids and go, none of this matters! And it was, I, I honestly, it was such a, and the, the jumping in front of the train thing, Will, I think is a, is a really common one and not just, you know, not just with people who are suicidal or depressed, with, in inverted commas, normal, normal people. Well, I'd like to think of myself as normal, but yeah, yeah it actually got to the point where I was, like, not going onto the tube, and I was walking to the office instead of, um, you know, getting on the tube, and that was a bit of a weird one. I could never explain it, because I wasn't feeling unhappy in life or, you know, bad about stuff, but that just happened for a bit. Did you ever tell anyone? Uh, no, you're actually the first person I've ever wow. told. Wowzers. That'll be £60 then, please, Will. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> I, have you, I, I once, I once got off a tube because, um, I was getting the tube into central London from Highgate and at Camden, um, Hugh Dennis got on. Right, from, you know, from Punt and Dennis and two point, no, not 2.4 children. Mary Whitehouse and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. There we go. Now you're showing your age. Yes, from the Mary Whitehouse yeah. experience, right? And I, there's a weird, there's a weird thing, right? When you've been on telly, and you see someone else who's on, who's been on telly, you're allowed to talk to each other as though you know each other. I'll never forget walking through Marswell Hill, and Tucker Jenkins walked past me and he went, all right, mate, just because I've been on telly. It was the weirdest thing, right? And so Hugh Dennis got on, and I had, bizarrely, I'd met him the night before, because he was doing a show with a friend of mine. And I got talking to him. I had nothing in common. Don't particularly rate the fella at all. And we used up all of our three minutes of conversation the night before. And he got on the tube at Camden. 
And I remember thinking, oh, flip. And he was literally stood about three feet away from me. I was thinking, oh, please don't turn around. Please don't turn around. The next stop, Mornington Crescent, I got up and got off the tube and continued my journey via foot. But just all because I didn't want to talk to Hugh Dennis. <laughs> now, that's nuts as well, isn't it? And I was really, really late and sweaty for the meeting I was going to. Getting, going to meetings late and sweaty, that's not good. <laughs> well, when are we going to have lunch? Soon. We must have you, lunch soon. You're so full of it, mate. You're so full of it. <laughs> you know I love you. That's why I called. <laughs> nice to talk to you. We'll see you later. Ta-ta. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Yes, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello. I found, oh. I found the answer. Right. I've, I've, I found the answer. Yes. Um, what, to what? Yeah, what I, uh, to, to, to what you were saying, it's true that it's not two months, actually. Right. It's not two months, but this article is right. really sad. Well, how long was it? It, it was 18 months. Right. Um, how did the man die? Huh? Jeez. He, he, he died after well, uh, a few months, I think, after he was he hit, but he was he was hit violently. Right. That's How sure. did he die? How did he die? <laughs> Should I read it again? I don't know. No, because, because why it, it, you don't believe me, Ian? It's because yeah. he was struck on the head Katia, violently. Katia. <laughs> read the story. Okay. And tell me, right, already you've gone from three, he was sentenced to three months to 18 months, right? So that's a massive difference, right? Yeah, yeah, but with, you have How did Mr. Armstrong, Does how did Mr. Armstrong die? Hmm? How did Mr. Uh, Armstrong die? It, it was, his death was precipitated because he was struck on the head. That, are, you read, the are you reading that from the newspaper? No, no, no. No, in that case, what I want you to do, Katia, and it's very specific, I want you to read the article, right, and tell me how Mr. Armstrong died. Ah, we're taking calls straight to air a little bit earlier than, um, normal. Just because, you know, it's a weird vibe in the air, and I'm tired, and I I, kind of want to go to bed, and uh, you're tired, and you kind of don't want to call in, and that's fine. Um, And maybe that's my fault for not... um, giving you a bit more meat to chew on huh maybe um line one you're on the wireless hello hello so hello scary songs yeah now given my history with with music it's very strange but i don't really have any songs that scare me but I i thought of one i thought of one that i thought i'd test you with but you won't know, but it's one, you may want to listen to it now, you may want to listen to it later. But there's a song by a guy called Bill Nelson called He and Sleep Were Brothers. And it's just, it's got these reverse drums and this very eerie guitar and some of this Ebo guitar. He and Sleep Were Brothers by Bill Nelson. Check it out. Okay. Either now or, or later or whatever. I, that, there's nothing better, I think, than um, the reverse symbol in a song. I love a reverse symbol. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm playing two things at once. Here we go. Oh, we go. Here we go. Oh, we go. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Getting funky. And so funky with my drums. Backward drum. Yes, drumming piano strings. Not playing them with the keys. I am Bill Nelson. And my song will send you to sleep 
playing all of these instruments. I'm doing it myself, but not at the same time. No, 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 no. Come on now. Come on now, Christopher. What? A line, a line has to be drawn somewhere. And I'm, I'm drawing... a line? A line has to be drawn somewhere, and I'm drawing the line there, sir. What, what line? What are you talking about, line? The, um, the line is being drawn. There. What line? It, well, it's there, Christopher. It's there. It's okay. drawn. So what... For, okay, the, this line, right? Yeah. What, what defines the line? It's in the sand. Right. Thanks for calling. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. I want to see if you remember this, Ian. Okay, go. I won't. My memory's terrible, but go on. No, I don't remember it. Hello? Oh. Very quiet as well, isn't it? Low, low, low fidelity, low-fi, I believe. Hello? Hello? Okay, well, I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Line one, yes, hello. Hello, Mr. Lee. Hello. Hello. I, it's a first-time caller and an incredibly long-time listener. Oh, nice one, man. How long have you been listening for? Um, well, originally I sing you on Rise, oh, and I think the rises. first time on radio was Virgin. Well, well, okay, okay. Well, you, you're, you're. I'm gonna. With the, well, Rise, respect. Um, well, in terms of ra- in terms of my radio c- career, you're, you're, you're a mid, you're a mid-termer. You're not a long-termer. You're a mid-termer. But that's still well, groovy. LBC it's not criticism. London centric, though. Yeah, isn't it just? Isn't it just? <laughs> and I'm doing my best. How do you? Whereabouts? Whereabouts do you live? I, I'm from Glasgow. Okay. Oh, well, fantastic city. I, I, I uh, filmed a TV series up there. Uh, I, oh, which one? Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> it wasn't a very good one. Thumb Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we filmed it up there, but we, but I loved going up there. Um, but uh, how are we doing at making this show not be London centric? I, I don't think it's London centric at all. It it, I mean, it seems to be incredibly more driven towards um, like a much more softer side of Ian Lee, more yeah. considerate and more personable. I've uh, grown up. Previous shows. I've grown up. That's why, and I've had a breakdown. And I've got kids, you know, and I think that all that all changes it. I, 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 in terms of the London-centric thing, you know, obviously I don't live in London anymore, but we're based in London, and we just talked about the underground. And I'm really aware that when I listen to radio stations, um, the, 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 the London-centric thing just drives it drives me absolutely nuts. Even when I lived in London, it would drive me nuts because I think, yeah, but there's the whole rest of the country. So I'm glad. I'm glad that. Well, I'm glad that, that, that I'm coming across as, as, as softer because that that's kind of what I'm hoping to do. But also, I'm glad that we're not we're not being too London-centric because that would that would do my nutting if we were. Well, they, in the London terms, I think as long as people acknowledge they're being London-centric and add a bit of information, then it doesn't feel that bad. 
But LBC is LBC is supposed to be LBC is supposed to be a national station now, and they had um, speak to Sadiq with 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 the mayor of London, and you're thinking, but. A, a, how is that going to be interesting to people outside of London? And B, how is that going to be interesting to people inside of London? That man's got no charisma, guys. <laughs> what a slimy little so-and-so he is. Anyway. He is a slimy thud. He but is! Just to add on um, to the, the underground one, the I was thinking it actually happened to me this morning. Yeah, go on. When you're, when you're near a sort of balcony or on a balcony or something that's sort of high up, yeah. but maybe only a waist-height barrier, sometimes I get this weird urge where I go, oh, and I almost want to go over it. Yeah. For no reason at all. It's quite odd. It's someone's telling me that that is called, someone's, tw- a few people on Twitter have mentioned that that is called cognitive dissonance. Oh. Um, I think that's that, what they said. When, and that means when I, you're kind of, uh, cognitive dissonance is when you are, uh, there are two conflicting thoughts going on in your head at the same time. One being, I should stay here and not die. And the other one being, oh, I want to jump over the edge and see what happens. That's quite odd. I mean, I've, I've had these when I was quite young. I remember going to primary school, maybe about sort of 10 years old, and there, there would be a car going by and you would think, oh, I could just walk in front of this and it would hit me, I don't mind. Yeah. But it's sort of these weird dichotomies where you think, oh, that'll be absolutely fine. And it's not going to be fine at all. It's weird. It, the hu- I've just ordered, um, uh, someone, um, uh, Waterstones has, um, has just told me of a, a, a book about the human brain. Um, where is it, Lance? Uh, the Brain, The Story of You by David Eagleman. And I've just ordered it from, from Amazon, of course, because it's cheaper. So thank you, Waterstones. Um, but I, I, th- th- I don't understand how, I, well, I just don't understand the brain. I know the humans don't understand. Hello? What happened there? Um, but, um, oh, I, I beg your pardon. That, that's great. You sound like you went underwater for a few moments. Um, what do you do up in Glasgow? Oh, hello, Mr. Lee. Oh, no, we, we've, I, I, I think we, we, we may have lost, lost you there, but never mind. Thank you very much for calling. 0844-499-1000. Now, guys, who wants to win, um, big hash prizes? You want big hash prizes? Yeah, I want big hash prizes. Win a thousand pounds in drive on talk radio thanks to Burton's Fish and Chips. And by the way, guys, thanks to the Burton's Fish and Chips guys for delivering like seven boxes of the stuff out in the office, right? I was supposed to be losing a bit of weight. I've had six packets already. They're only, t- they're only wee packets, but. So thanks, guys. The savoury snack in classic newspaper print bags. There are two new flavours on the shelves, and we're asking you to choose red or brown in the battle of the sauces. Hmm, saucy. Fly the flag for your freight... I'm going to give you a website, guys. Oh, and if you'll go to the website during my show, then it shows that I'm really popular and stuff, and um, I might get a pay rise, and we might get full show podcasts. So, do you know what I mean? Go to talkradio.co.uk slash competitions now, and it will register as a spike you see so in fact that's exactly what you can do guys instead of listening to this rubbish try and you know up my value a little bit fly the flag for your favorite flavor is what it says at talkradio.co.uk slash competitions and pick up a new limited edition red sauce and brown sauce fish and chips in store to find out how you could trouser 10 grand 10 flipping grand have some of that Speaking of trousering, we were talking about, before we were so rudely interrupted by those calls, 0844-499-1000, by the way. Um, countdown. Now, um, I don't really dig count. I used to like it when it was uh, Richard Whiteley. 
And there was still a novelty factor, wasn't there, about Countdown and about Channel 4, and Carol Vorderman had yet to become the annoying woman that she is. She was just the, she was just the clever, the brainy girl on, on Countdown. And now she is so much more than me. She's still one of the most sexy women in the world, but, um, who hosts, um, Countdown now? Oh, it's the old fella from, um, uh, oh no, yes, is it the old fella from The Apprentice? Is it him? Looks like my father-in-law. I think it's him. Anyway. And Rachel Riley does. That's right. Okay, Rachel Riley. Countdown's Rachel Riley grins, grins awkwardly after being forced to spell out. Now, there's there's a clip on YouTube, which I think is fake, of them spelling out winkers, but not winkers. It's an A instead of a, an I. W-R-N. K-E-R-S. I'm sure that is too... Isn't it two vicars that spell out winkers? I think that's a fake clip. I think they've doctored it. But this one isn't fake and it's flipping brilliant. Although it comes from Janet Street Porter and not... Uh, and Susie Dent. Susie Dent, by the way, is another, is another um, very, very hot woman. Because of the brains and the looks. Although, what, look at you, you massive dinosaur sexist. You shouldn't be commenting on, on whether they're hot or not. So, shame on you. That's me I'm talking to. Susie Dent came up with the word bumhole. Now, you've got to respect them because they put it up there, guys. They put it right up there. Susie Dent said it. And uh, Rachel Riley put bumhole right up there. Come on, man. That, how can you knock that? Uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. And we're just kind of having a nice gentle stumble through radio this evening. Talk Radio. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. I think we're all a bit tired tonight. You feeling it? You feeling it? It's that middle of the week kind of um, slight slump going on i'm feeling it it's been a tough old week in terms of emotions you know i was told hey i was told a, a week ago my mum was gonna die flipping heck um and i feel physically tired i'm guessing you do as well which is why we're just slowing things down a bit for the last half hour and we, we might as well carry on for this hour we'll take your call straight to it don't do anything for the next few minutes i'll give the, the number after the news late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk
sums up the vibe this evening doesn't it it's, everyone's just a bit you know and that's fine it's not you know it's just the way um the way things is man line one you're on the wireless oh hi hi line one um yeah um turn your radio turn your radio off Turn my radio. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, turn it off. Done that. that. I've just remembered as I've just yeah. remembered as well. I've got um um a, a name that silence. You've got a name that's silent. I've got a... No. No, that would be weird, having a name that's silent. I've got yeah, a... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I've got a name that's silence. Do you want to put... My name's Andrea. My name's Andrea. And that's not silent, is it? Um, unless you took all the letters away... Andrea. Then no, it would be silent. It's a name that's silence. But he wasn't talking about that. Who? Ian. No. But what do you want to talk to Ian about? I just, I just actually thought I'd quite like to talk to him. About anything in particular? Um, I suppose I've listened to him for. It's it's a feeling I've got before I spoke to a certain other. Um, Uh-oh. presenter yes. who Ian actually really likes, and I won't name him. Okay. And it's that little bit of a kind of, mm, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do this, but I'd actually quite like to. Okay. Well, you're going to do it. I'm going to put you through right now. Are you? Yeah. You're going to go through Gosh. now. Okay. Whereabouts are you calling from? Um, near Wimbledon. Let's go to line two, and it's Andrea in Wimbledon. <laughs> Evening, oh, Andrea. Yeah. Hello, Ian. Hello, Andrea. What you got for us? Um, well, I spoke to... Is it Ed? Ed? Yes. Anyway, I spoke to him and I said, I'd just like to talk to you. Yeah. And, um, I got a feeling in my stomach before I rang. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Not, Uh-oh, not you're not pregnant by um, listening to uh, the radio, no, no, are you? No, 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 not nearly. No, not nearly. nearly pregnant no, no, no good 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 because it can no. happen i i once spoke to 
another radio presenter that you really like. T- Tommy Boyd. And I had, pardon? Danny Baker. Oh, he was, yeah, he was good, yeah, but Friday night, ten o'clock. Nick Abbott. Ah, yeah. There we go, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he only gets to listen to me live once a week now. Oh, look, I'm on, the, the, hang on a second, sorry to interrupt, the pro- I filmed a programme for Channel 4, right, ages ago, yeah? Yeah. They're, they're, they're showing it now, they didn't tell me it was on. I think I'm on Channel well, 4 now. I think it's well, on what, now, is that my old Channel 4 now? I can't, someone's just well, tweeted me. my, my box is not, Steady. um, taping, and I tape all the good stuff. How's, how's your box doing these days? It's just, well, it's a little one that just sits at the UV box. Oh, oh, are you, oh, like okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it was just, it was, I don't know, I had this, this thing of that, thought, I'd actually quite like to talk to him. I don't yeah. really know what I can talk to him about, but I can. Yeah, you can talk and, about anything. And, and, like, by the way. Hello. I had a, his, a hospital, um. Yeah. A long period of, and you know, when when you say, oh, seven hours and you're tired, and I suppose you think, people think, oh, yeah, he's really tired sitting around for seven hours. It is exhausting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is strange It enough. is really exhausting. And when you talked the other night about sort of going out and sitting in the car for a little while, I did that. Yeah. I didn't sleep, but it was just a way. I just, yeah. oh, I just went and sat in the car. Yeah. And just, and then, well, I mean, I had a cigarette in Bram, was allowed to. Um, I didn't pay for the parking and... today. I didn't pay for the parking today. Didn't you? No, you got. Swerve it again. Swerve it again, right? Swerve it again. And I, I didn't even have to speak. I just pressed, I just pulled, pulled up to the thing. I pressed the button and it rang. And, yeah, um, you, you are going The arm just went up. You, you're, you know, you, you're saying, you're saying close the wind on this one, I think. Bring it, bring it on, hospital. Bring it on. No, I know, but, I mean, oh, sometimes I think maybe they do put the money back into the upkeep no. of the grounds, but I think you're, you know, just pushing it a bit. Yeah, well, mate, well, let's, may, I, let's see what I happens. Maybe, I mean, yeah, I mean, enjoy your lovely dessert. Yeah. I've seen them, and, yeah. I, and you know, actually, it's nice you're taking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll learn them. I look at them and I think, mm, I really don't like that. <laughs> but proper proper like... old school br- yeah. br- English puddings, yeah. stodgy puddings <laughs> with custard. English, the way a pudding should be. Oh, God, you didn't go to a Catholic convent. <laughs> I didn't go to a convent, no. No, no, but you didn't go to a, well, uh, monastery. Well, you may have. I might have done. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Not a good, not a good thing. I didn't. Anyway, it, it's been, it's been a real pleasure. Thank and you very it, much, Andrea. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And anyway, what was that, um, version of the song you played to stand the Oh, the Lilith Hobo, that is that by really, F. really, really nice. That is by F and M. F and M. What, Freddie and Mercury? I don't know. I don't, yeah, that, why not? Thank you, Andrea. I'm on Channel 4 right now. Thanks for telling me. To, oh, when, we will let you know when it's on. Would you be able to tweet it? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, then, why don't, why, why don't you tell me when I'm on? I'm on a quiz show on Channel 4 right now. Um, suffice to say, I destroyed the young lady I was on with. I destroyed her, and I even took a dive in a few rounds because I didn't want to beat her by too much. And I'm funny on there. I'm really funny on there. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. 
Hi, Ian. It's Sophia. Hello, Sophia. How are you? I'm on Radio 4 right... Uh, no, hang on. Let me rephrase that. I'm on Channel 4 right now, and I didn't know about it. What are you doing on Channel 4? Quiz show. Oh. And I win it. I thrash okay. her. Spoiler alert. I win it by a country mile. Well done. Thanks very much indeed. What you got for us? Right. I wanted to ask you, have you ever done a job you've been embarrassed about, as in so you wouldn't tell anyone? When you say a job, do you mean mm. like a TV job or something? or Any job. Any job. I've done some... Before you... I've done some right old... famous. Well, I've done some right old crap after being famous. <laughs> I remember I did this awful thing for the Channel 4 website called Dare for Dosh. Oh, it was, it was awful, right? And it was when websites were just sort of taking off. And they thought that it would be a great idea to make programmes that would just go on the website. Oh, it was horrible. And we had to go up to people in the street and get them to do dares for Dosh. Oh, and it was humiliating. But in terms of, like, proper jobs... No, I mean, they were all, like, just, like... I did a lot of shop work, you know. I, I worked in shops and stacked shelves and stuff. That was all right. Mm. Why, what have you done? Well, when I was in between jobs once... I was a sex chat line operator. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. And, um, <laughs> how much... Now, that, that's the £1.50 a minute jobby, right? Yes. How much of that £1.50 a minute do you get? 10p. Flipping heck! Really? Mmm. But he did the voice there. That was a sex voice there. He did the sex voice. That wasn't my sex voice at all. Yeah. Yeah. You had to change... You had to have different categories. All right. Yeah. So you had to change your voice according to what category came on the line. And it would it would ring through to your home phone, would it? Yeah. So the the call would be diverted to your phone, and then they go, "Whoa, what, mm-hmm. what are you wearing?" And you'd be like, five o'clock in the afternoon." You'd be going, "Well, I got I got suzzies on and no knickers," and it was all that stuff, was it? Pretty much, you'd be doing your ironing while you were, wow. you know, talking dirty to a certain gentleman. Yeah. Oh dearie, dearie me, and mm. um. There's the noise again. Um, <laughs> so, how much? How much would you make? How long did you do it for? I did it for three months. And how much money did you make in that three months? Well, I did it mainly overnight. Yeah. So um, it was because it was more popular at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. For some reason. Um, but the idea was obviously to keep the guy on the phone yeah. as long as possible. Of course, yeah. And then um, the longer they stayed on, the more you got paid. As in, so it went up from ten p all the way up to ninety p. Yeah. I know. Amazing. Um, but I did it, yeah, I, I got roughly about £400 a month. £400 quid a month. That's a little bit rubbish for talking yeah. filthy to, to perverts. I bet some of them, yeah. bet some of them were proper, were proper dirty, weren't they? Proper dirty. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure I could actually tell you on the video some of the things. Really? Pro- proper dirt. Proper filth. Proper filth. Proper, proper filth. And here's the thing, right? Um, at any point in those conversations, did you find yourself actually enjoying it? If you know what I mean. There you go. There's some stuff that is very plain and simple, and you get a guy who's just talking dirty, and you think, "Mm, okay. Yeah. But some stuff, sometimes you've got to stop yourself from laughing. Oh, because it was all, it was a bit freaky. It wasn't so much freaky, it was just sometimes, I mean, everyone's got taste in things in the world, and I'm, I'm very open-minded. Yeah. But some of the stuff, it's just like, you're so out there, 
but you just think. Go on. What was the most out? What was the most out there thing that you had to? No, you know, no, nothing too vulgar. But what was what what was some of the nonsense you had to deal with? Um, a gentleman wanted um, to talk about anal sex. Right. Okay. Back to the bumble wanted, on, uh, yeah. yeah. He wanted to finish, shall we say, in that area. Okay. Well, th- okay. I think that's probably about as far as we can go. But but thank you very much indeed. That's not just freaky as it goes. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm getting people. I've had two people saying we do a come fun phone number. Well, you have to you have to listen and pay attention, don't you? We, we say it, and um, you listen. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. It's your new co-sponsor here. It's it's uh, Candice Marie from Nothing <laughs> Mary. Ah, Keith, Keith. Ian. Yes, Candice Marie. I'm yes, Candice Marie. Yeah, I, I'm a first-time caller. Yes. Uh, you do sound a bit like Keith. Yes, Candice Marie. Get to the point, please. Oh, I'm I'm a bit nervous. I haven't called a radio show since 1979. Yes. I spoke with Steve Allen about the winter of discontent. Uh, He was a very bitter fellow, I must say. Uh, Ian, me and Keith had a lovely day on the campsite today. Yes. We were riding on puppy fails. Have you ridden a puppy fail, Ian? It's very pleasurable. Also, um... Uh, I love that that's becoming a thing. Yes. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. Also, Ian, um, Keith and I are uh, long-time listeners and big fans. Fantastic. But I have to say, we're also very interested in Alan Caddick's Willie. <laughs> oh, look at that. Like, like chuckled and, and blew it at the end. Not blew it. I'd be horrible, but you know what I mean. Yes, line two. You're on the wireless. Good evening. Good evening, line two. Good evening, long-time listener, first-time caller. We had a lot of those tonight, thank you. Well, a very long time, eight years, maybe. You're oh, on the TV. You must be tired. Yeah, apparently I'm on the TV now, on a thing called You're Blink. You're on the TV and on the periscope in front of me. What the hell is going on, man? Am I coming across well on the TV? Um... I destroyed uh, a really Holly Dempsey. Bad program. Yeah, well, it's about you out. Yeah, it's a bad program. 500 quid, you can't argue with that. Um... Green screen... Great, all green screen, of course, yes, completely. We're in, a, in this tiny corner of this huge studio in uh, Pinewood, and um, yeah, it's all green screen. Am I being am I being funny though? Um, you're coming across um, oh. uh, funny, yes, uh, yeah. To me, funny, yes. Uh, well, uh, well, now, hang on. What does what does that mean to you, funny? Yes. Well, I, I get your humour. Okay, but uh, that's maybe the, the normal normal person. Not well, so that, that, well, that I think that's pretty evident by the fact that that's the first TV job I've had in three years. So, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, it was it was yeah, two hours work. It was five hundred quid. TV at the same yeah, time. Yeah, beautiful. I'm living living the dream. Li- literally living the dream. Literally living the flipping dream. The flipping TV. Radio <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a, I can afford the mortgage this month, which is good. <laughs> Anything else? Hopefully. I don't know, nothing. No, just a uh, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Thank How's you. Andre? Um, I, I haven't spoken to Andre for absolutely years. I, I'd like to think he's all right. Line one, you're on the wireless. When the moon hits your eye like a great pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, ding-a-ling-a-ling, ding-a-ling-a-ling. 
and you sing me the bell. Hearts will play, tippity pity, tippity pity, like a guitar and bell. When the stars make you drool, just like Pastefazu, that's Amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you're not dreaming, signore. Excuse me, but you see, back in old Napoli, that's amore. That's it. Beautiful. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. That was delightful, wasn't it? Line two, you're on the wireless. I started a business the other day. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, miniature Mohammed figurine business. Oh, God. Here we go. Yes. How's that going? We're making a small profit. Thank you very much indeed. I'm glad, I'm glad you were there. Could have been a lot worse. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. It's too quiet, man. It's too quiet. If you're going to play it, play it louder and don't have it on speakerphone. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good evening. Good evening, line two. I think we got disconnected. How is Andre? Um, I, I don't know. I've not spoken to him, um, for five years. Five years? It can't be five years. Uh, uh, yeah, I probably left, um, okay. absolute in, uh, it was October. I remember that. Two yeah. thousand and, um, yeah. eleven. It feels like so less, but uh, I miss Andre. Where's he gone with his Subaru? Yeah, well, he's probably gone. He's probably burning it up in his Subaru. Line one, you're on the wireless. Are you good, mate? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, yeah, you had a bloke ringing last night, and he was uh, talking about pies. Yes. Well, I've got, I've got a list here of uh, pie films. Okay, pies like us. Pie hard. Um, pie Hard 2. Reach for the pie. Um, oh, hang on a second. Um, oh, um, Pie Kids. Pie Society. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, 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 pie, um, uh, Pie Another Day. Pie Western Crooked. The the good, the bad, and the pie crust. <laughs> Sex pies and videotape. Okay. Um, um, oh, true pies. The pie who came in from the cold. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, <laughs> pie story. Titanic. <laughs> um, Secrets and Pies. Pie Cousin Vinny. <laughs> um, the Pie Who Loved Me. <laughs> I think we had the one already. Golden Pie. Pie School, mu- <laughs> pie school Musical. <laughs> He's good, he's good. Um, mm. Hang on a minute, let me think. Mm. 
No, you win. Oh, thanks very much. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. That was fun, that. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Thanks, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find I out. I say who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You going to be the coach too? Yes. And you know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name? Who? The guy on first. Who? The first base. Who? The guy playing first. Who's on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yes. <laughs> Best quality. That's that's of course the brilliant. Um, who's on first from the mediocre Abbott and Costello? They had moments of brilliance, right? You know how they followed. I think this is the clip. You know how they um, followed up. Is this is this it? I don't know if this is it. How they followed up? How do you follow what is one of the greatest comedy routines of all time? Right? Who's on first? I think. This is uh, this is it. Well, they followed it up with the awful Watts's uh, uh, um, Watts's vaults, right? And it doesn't make any sense. I think this is it. Hang on. This is the chair. I can't... You mean that chair killed Colonel? Ah, no, it's not. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Hang on a minute. So I think this is it. What's his What's his vaults? Kill him. You mean that chair killed Colonel Andrews? Right. Sit down. Try it out. Right. Oh. Now you'll notice this chair is practically all metal, and you'll also notice a wire attached to the leg of the chair. The other end of the wire is plugged into the control room. Well, that would connect up with the main power line, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Very ingenious. And that completed the circuit between the chair and the colonel's microphone. When the microphone was turned on, 10,000 volts went through his body. I beg your pardon? Here we go. He got 10,000 volts. That's enough to elect anybody. He should be president. No, not that kind. What kind? Volts. That's what I said. He got 10,000. You know what volts are. They're what? That's right. What'd I say? Volts or watts? Well, go ahead and tell me. You just said it. I Does just it... asked you to tell me what I said. What Does I said? Volts or watts? Volts or what? Yes. I'm asking you, what's volts? That's right. Don't try to twist me now. What are you talking about, the dialect? Watts, watts, watts. Watts, 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 what? Volts. What's volts? That's right. Well, go ahead and tell me. Well, that's it. What are volts? That's right. I'm asking you. Volts. What's our volts? What? That's right. Next thing you know, you'll be telling me on second base. Oh, no, don't That's enough. Don't it, doesn't, it doesn't work on any level whatsoever. So, Rolf Harris is in trouble, um, apart from being a nonce. Um, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm never sure, right, I believe these stories that um, they get from inside prisons, right? And also... Oh, God, that's that, isn't it? Also, we, we, we probably should... Some, you'd imagine that someone has been paid money to tell this story that we're not meant to know. But it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It was terrible. Pedo defies fed-up guards didgeridoo-doo. Rolf makes instrument out of jail's bog rolls. And then there's a picture 
that they've made up with Rolf Harris playing didgeridoo, but it's just loads of toilet rolls, and it says plot music. Roll from rolls. Disgraced... Oh, 0844 499 1000, by the way, if you want to give us a call. Seven pence a minute, plus access charge, significantly more from mobiles. Disgraced entertainer Rolf Harris has been driving prison officers around the U-Bend clever. Well done, Ruth Warrender. By making didgeridoos out of toilet rolls. The jailed pedo. <laughs> well, he is, he is, isn't he? He really is. The jail... When I did... When I worked at um, WM, we did a phone-in about this, and I can't quite remember how we got onto it, as I never remember how we get onto any of the conversations. But we had loads of people phoning up saying that... Uh, we had one woman phone up saying she had a picture of Rolf Harris by her bed, despite the fact he was a convicted paedophile. And this other woman in her 80s saying, oh, but he's such a lovely man. And if, if he came out, I would go and see him do a concert. The jail pedo crafts his version of the Aboriginal instrument with cardboard tubes and matches. And although guards continually confiscate them, the 85-year-old slyly collects the rolls... <laughs> Where does he hide them? So he can play in his Stafford prison cell. Last night, a source told the son he joins the tubes together with matchsticks... It's driving everyone mad, Rufflecopter. Yes, line one. Yeah, Disgraced Entertainer appears on Blink Music on Channel 4. What are you doing? I was getting 500 quid for two hours' work. That sounds all right. Yeah, it's not bad, oh, is you it? You can't put that down. You can't yeah, you argue don't that. like a tip, but I mean... It's not. It's not great, though, is it? Well, I don't. I don't give a. I could, honestly, I couldn't give a stuff. I got five hundred quid for it. It's on right. It's on right now. You should put it on. Have you got a telly in the room? I'm a bit busy. I'm doing the doing the radio. What do you do for a living? You're doing, oh, you're doing a radio show. Yeah, of course, you're doing a radio show. What do you do for uh, a living? You should put it on. It, it's all right. What do I do for a living? I'm a. I'm a stage manager. Right. And what do you stage? What do you stage manage? Oh, big gay musicals. Right. You you've done jobs that are, that are crap to pay the bills, haven't you? Oh, all the time. Right, so so yeah. why, why would you... Terrible job. Right, so why would you have a pop at someone else for doing the same thing? But you're, bit, oh, you're better than that. You're better than that. But, but... but, you're but be you are, you, yeah. Mr Ian Lee, yeah. are better than right. Channel 4 bad pop music TV show. Right, right. First of all, A, I'm, I'm bloody funny on it. You are. Uh, well, well, yeah. Yeah, I am. And secondly, I don't understand why you'd have a, why you, someone who works in the business, I think I do understand uh -huh. why, but you, someone who works yeah. in the business, why, would have a pop at someone for, for trying to feed their children and pay the mortgage. Uh, because I respect you, and I you don't know if you, I that. don't know if you noticed, right, between November the 13th and March the 21st, I wasn't working. Don't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice, but I see where, you, I see right. where you're going. Yeah, because I got shafted by my last employer. We blame the BBC for that. No, shut uh, up. How is Eloise? Shut, shut up. How's Eloise? Shut up. You're quite a rude man, and I'm telling you something, right? So between March the third, uh, November the thirteenth, and March the twenty-first, yeah. I wasn't working, right. right? And I had a bit of a breakdown, and someone offered me to do a couple of hours' work for five hundred quid, and I've got two kids and a mortgage. Boom. All the money. 
Take the money. Go for the money. Absolutely, you're correct. Uh, go for the money. You're, 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 quite, you're quite a nasty person. Let's go to line two. Yes, line two. I just wanted just to say that sometimes I scratch the top of my feet until they bleed. Why did it feel so good? <laughs> That's the call we needed on the back of that. Last night, a source told The Sun he joins the tubes together with matchsticks. It's driving everyone mad. As Noel Coward once said, TV is for watching, not for appearing on. When I get offered a job on TV, and by the way, if you've not seen it, I've not seen the show. And unless they've, they've cut out all the jokes, I was funny on that programme, man. I was funny on that programme. I was doing my job, right? Um, and when I get offered a job on the TV now, which isn't very often, I say, how long will it take? How much money will it pay? I literally couldn't give a stuff what the end result is. As long as I get to keep my clothes on and um, it, I don't have to, you know, climb up a wall or do anything that's too exerting and the money to work ratio is um, is pretty good, 250 quid an hour, that works out for me, um, then I'll, I'll do it. Then I'll do it. So I don't have any problem. You're not, you're not going to shame me for for feeding my kids he sits in his cell oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand he sits in his cell and tries to play his homemade didgeridoo it's not the real deal but it acts as therapy for him let's go to line one yes line one yes i found the answer okay how, how did the man that you claim was murdered by his brother next door to you how did he actually die um, I'm going to tell you why I'm ringing you. Can you how did he actually die? Answer no, that question. I, I, answer the question. I, I, how yes, did he actually... I know, actually... if I answer the question... Right. If I answer the question, you, I'm not going to be able to tell you what how I How did he actually die? Right. He said, he, he said, it says here, Mr. Dunn, which I suppose is the judge. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I want to talk about uh, How? receiving the call from my dad saying that he wanted uh, assisted suicide. Okay, uh, we can do that in a minute. Oh, uh, well, that's... Uh, yeah, okay, let's do that. Um, but how so did he, he die? Said, yeah. Mr. Dunn, so yes. that's the judge, yeah. said that since the incident in September of last year, Michael... Armstrong had passed away, but his death was not connected with the hammer attack. So, Katya, what have we learned? So it started <laughs> off with a story about a man yeah. next door murdering his brother and getting, only getting <laughs> sentenced to three months, right? It turns out he didn't murder his brother, and he got 18 months. So... It got, it got the whole months story... And it, it was suspended for a year. The it, whole story is flim-flam. It's <laughs> What, what it shows, it actually, because I, I, because we heard it, it was, it was awful, Ian, hearing, hearing yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, what, fair no, play, no, he tried to stove a bloke's head in, yes, but he didn't murder yeah. him. Yeah, no, it, it, but okay, well, then it says no here in, okay, no, I guess... No, I Gosh, I'm, hear, I'm hearing you having a, a, a Dutch breakdown. A breakdown. I'm having a breakdown because yeah. I'm just... Welcome to my world, baby. <laughs> Welcome to my world. But uh, I'm trying to... 
trying to get to the point, and I've tried to do yeah, that on, for a few on. times, and I, I just on. I just can't do it. Already, I, I said it wrong because I said assisted suicide, and that's not the right word. You, it, it's assisted dying, uh, and uh, I'm talking about that because yeah. at the moment it's it's on the news because yeah. uh, there's this. I don't watch EastEnders. Oh, Peggy uh, kills us. Peggy sees the ghost of um, Patton and kills herself or something. I don't watch that, the rubbish. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. And, uh, you know, some, <laughs> there are all those groups that say, well, uh, that's terrible if you've got good, good palliative care. Uh, most, most, then, of those, most of those groups are, are, are right-wing Christian groups that don't actually know what they're talking about. They think they think that um, that, that all pain relief is uh, actually works. When if you've ever seen anyone who's dying, you mm. know that uh, uh, there it gets to a point when the pain relief is useless. That's it. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, and so then, uh, well, my dad was really ill last year, uh, and he stayed he stayed in a hospital for for quite a long time and and it came to a point where um they couldn't they couldn't do anything uh, anymore for him yeah so uh he uh he called us and and he said well i've uh, i've spoken to uh, the doctors here and i want to sign the papers that that happened in belgium because uh, euthanasia is uh, is legal in belgium yeah and i think it's a good thing and I, i'm not and yeah. uh, it's difficult for me to talk to you uh, about that, not because, okay, because it happened recently, yeah. but it's something that I'm very passionate about. I think that it should be legal. I think uh, that it's a, uh, the way it happened, um, my dad was spared uh, awful suffering. He got he, he had bile duct cancer. Yeah, oh dear. Uh, which is a nasty one, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's uh, when he if he was first diagnosed and we, we looked it up. It was it, it, I couldn't believe yeah. what I was reading, you know, and and for for uh, uh, hours and hours I I, I spent uh, researching stuff, everything that I could find for my dad, where he could he went to he went to Germany to to be treated. Yeah, uh, and 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 they were wonderful, wonderful with him. But then uh, he knew what he wanted, and what he wanted was that he wanted to have his, I just say in English, to, to be, to have his wits uh, all the time. Yeah. So that, you know, when, when people get very sick, that they are very sick, when the suffering is, is immense, they give you the uh, morphine. Yeah. And that's not what dad wanted at all, you see. And that's why uh, he chose uh, the assisted. Uh, how, well, how did? How did? Uh, 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 I have to, I'm going to ask the question. How did they do it? Well, that's the thing. It happened at home. Yeah. It, ha- it and at, <laughs> the thing is, uh, at first he thought that uh, he wanted it to happen in in hospital because he was afraid uh, that me and my and my mum we we would associate the house with with his death mm. forever and Ian <laughs> that's absolutely not the case because he be, he built the house the house is my dad I mean come on you know he had to come back home mm. uh, so he came back home and we had uh, an incredible palliative uh, care uh, uh, staff over the, oh, not staff oh, it's not the, the, the word but for, for yeah, yeah the for team weeks, yeah 
yeah, team, two weeks and a half. They came four times, four times a day, and and me and my mum, we we looked we looked after after dad. And but he was uh, he at, at the end uh, he was like a skeleton, really. Uh, he couldn't he couldn't really talk anymore. Uh, well, you know, he was whispering. Uh, but but uh, he was happy. He 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 went till how do you say? Until he couldn't. No, no, that's not the right word. Because he uh, he didn't go until he couldn't take it anymore. That's that's not what I want. Sorry, this is so difficult for no, me. No, and that's why I'm keeping quiet. Because yeah, I'm, mm. I'm um, profoundly moved by what you're saying, Katya. Yeah. Um, and this is not my first language, so that's why I'm Well, that's just an excuse. Too. That's that's just an excuse, Katya. I'm not allowing that bit. I'm not <laughs> allowing that excuse. Okay, that's, that's... Okay, okay. So the day it happened, the day it happened, uh, it was on the 31st of December. Yeah. Uh, at first we, we thought that it would be impossible because that's a, you know, uh, doctors usually, they are on holidays but we were lucky that the doctor uh, really understood the situation and the day before uh, people believe that uh, you know you just say oh I, I want to die and and there you go now it yeah, doesn't yeah. happen like that uh, at hospital uh, my dad had a panel of uh, four doctors uh, that you know supervised everything that uh, so that he was sane of mind uh, and and then when he came back uh, at home again, there were two other doctors uh, before the 31st, you know, uh, and they signed papers and then everything went to, I don't know, a central medicine corporation, something like that in Belgium, just in case something went wrong. Well, just in case the family were to turn uh, against the doctor or something, you know, to, to cover their back, if you want uh, uh, and then when everything was uh, ready, then uh, the day came, and it was going to sound strange, but it was it was a beautiful day because he had, I think, something like uh, probably something like I don't know thirty people. He had, he has quite a lot of brothers, um, so you know we, we are a big what, family. Thirty of them. Yeah, <laughs> thirty brothers. Well, blimey! Well, the brothers and, and 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 the wives and and the, and oh, right, the kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's that, that's the thing. You, you had little kids over there, you know, on yes. on the day of of um, my father dying. But mm. that's that's life. You see, that's life, and and there was nothing scary about it. I have my best friend came on that day, uh, and and he he said, you know, uh, I really didn't know what to expect because how many how many you know t- days? Oh no no, do you go and see someone dying? Yeah. You see, <laughs> not very often, yeah. and uh, and it was a privilege. You know, to 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 say goodbye, and and we took everyone took their times, and, and uh, uh, at the very end, my my dad opened uh, well, not him because he was too weak. He asked, 
he asked uh, for Roger (laughs) to open open, uh, two bottles of champagne and and we drank to his uh, life. And then uh, he asked the, the, the doctor to do the same, you know, to, to, to drink as well to, to his life. And then the doctor went to the, to the, kitchen, in, in the kitchen and he pre- prepared um, the injections. And uh, at, at that point, I thought actually that everybody would, uh, you know, get out of the... We've, we've got a, a big dining um uh, living room where you know uh, the the bed was where my dad was uh, uh and everyone stayed as he was uh, injected with the with the drugs everyone stayed until the end because it felt natural you see it felt normal mm. and what i want to say is <sighs> to tell you the truth uh, I'm scared about the situation here, uh, not being able to take control of your of your death. If I were to be really sick, I want to say, you know what, I, I, I can't take that anymore. And and that's oh my god, I will remember that forever. My my dad saying, uh, you know, when the doctors when the do- two doctors came and and uh, he said to them, you. I, I can't. I can't take this anymore. It's. It's. It, I can't go further. I can't go further than that. This is the the the, the maximum, if you want. That mm. I can. After that, it's just. It would be incredibly, incredibly. How do you say? I don't know. The degeneration would be too much for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so many words, and I'm not used to say so many words. Um, and it's really late, and I've been waiting for quite a while because I wanted to to share my story, um, and maybe you know, it's not going to make a difference. I think me saying this story, though, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I should learn to speak properly one day and and go and and tell it. Yeah. How it happened, well, really. Well, I don't know what you mean by you should learn to speak properly, because you do speak properly, and you have told it. Perfectly, wonderfully. Yeah. Right. Uh, I hope, you know, I hope I hope I have. Yeah. I'm getting lots of people on Twitter saying that it's um, uh, an honour. Here we go. Here's one at random. Sean says, thank you for letting this lady tell her story, this lady. It was a real honour to hear her talk about her father's passing. I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm really touched that uh, that I'm. Yeah, I'm really touched. And I'm, I'm honoured that you've chosen to share that with us because that's a very personal, um, that's a very personal and private thing, and you've told it beautifully, Katia. So thank oh, you. Thank you, thank you for listening. <laughs> it's only taken ten years for me to listen to you. <laughs> Hey? It's only taken ten years for me to listen to you. <laughs> yes. And you won't be getting that treatment again next time, young lady. It's back to cutting you off mid-prime. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Bye. you, Katia. I appreciate that. Thank Bye. you very much. It's very kind of you to share that with us. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, this is Happy Tree. Hello, Happy Tree. Um, I just want to thank Katia for sharing that story, and it's absolutely not the case that 
it, there's no effect. And, you know, I mean, this is uh, what well, is actually just affecting me right now um, because being able to compassionately uh, end somebody's life um, when they're in such a bad state would have been um, a very uh, kind option for my mother who uh, she died 18 months ago and by the end of it I mean she she was suffering from dementia um, we think she had a micro stroke or something when her father died in 1999 from a heart attack she obviously went you know off the deep end and she tried her best to continue and uh, you know she she made a big uh, effort um, to uh, you know to 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 regrasp stuff and we were trying to encourage her to keep going on but you know her her spirit for life had you know left and then she started getting worse and then of course I wasn't living in Scotland I was living in France at the time and uh, I had to kind of deal with it from a distance with my brother and sister who had to deal with it, you know, in situ. So um, they had the brunt of it. But um, I just got reports about her deteriorating and deteriorating, not knowing who my brother was. Um, when uh, I phoned her, she would try to, I had to spend half the phone call trying to remind her that, that I existed. Mm. And then, and then she got. I mean, I mean, this, the, she ended up in a care home. The image I have, I'd never saw her in the care home, was like was almost shriveling up like a prune, as the the life just ebbed away from her. And the last two years, I would have said, but we didn't. You know, she didn't need that. Those two years were just kind of a real grind. Yeah. And I heard my brother uh, when he came back from visiting her, and he would phone me. And he was just like, man, I can't, I can't, I don't know, you know we just wanted to end. And um, I think that managing your exit is, is uh, should be a right. It should be your own, you should be able to write something when you're of sound mind to say in the event of this happening, um, you know, do not resuscitate or whatever it is you say. But, you know, th- I think it's an important well, you can, the do not resuscitate is a slightly different thing because you, you, you can say that. You can say that. I had the, the yeah. you know, I've had that conversation with my mum and I had to have it as, as power of attorney. Yeah. I had to have that conversation with three different doctors last week. Um, yeah. and so you can, the do not resuscitate is slightly different from, um, one living either a painful or a, uh, and I'm only going to say this word because I'm running out of time and I can't reach around for the word I want, mm-hmm. a seemingly pointless, existence and ending mm-hmm. it before you know and uh, uh, take making the decision to end it yourself mm-hmm. well i mean the last two years we were just giving money to the care service for 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 keeping her in a bed immobile hardly able to eat and just wasting away really and uh i, th- I mean the, the the shock for me was when i went back to visit a few years earlier when she was just tipping over into proper dementia and because I didn't see her very often, you know, the, the stark contrast with the last time that I had seen her. And she was just sitting there and, our, you know, oh, well, I don't want to go into all the details, but it's just when somebody who has been your, the, the person who steers you through life, yeah. and now you're looking at them in that helpless state, and there is not a single thing you can do or anyone can do, and plus you just have to accept this is 
what happens. This, yeah. you know, we That's all... the natural. Look, I've got to end it there because we're running out of time. Thank you, Happy Tree. It is if you're if you're lucky. That's the natural cycle of events. <sighs> Blimey! Well, there you go. You see, um, I'm glad we started doing um, the straight to air a little bit earlier because I think it gave it room for that to uh, to grow. What a contrast! What a contrast, you see, and that is why this, you know, this show is kind of like, like any other show that's going on at the moment, and that's pretty obvious. Partly because it's not really down to me and Kath as to, as to what, we can, we have ideas of what we're going to put in this show, and we kind of, you know, do that, but it's entirely up to you. And, um, compare the ending of yesterday's show <laughs> with the ending of today's show, um, what can I say? Back tomorrow at 10. Ta-ta. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio.